It's Monday. You know what that means. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is the very boring Jay Lethal, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards. show of what's been an impossible year for most people welcome to the shining wizards wrestling podcast despite what's going on in the outside world this is your home for wrestling talk and talk about wrestling tony ah. Evan. All right what's going on boys 2020 finally coming to an end thankfully not yet not yet i mean a couple more days but you know, this this is the last hurrah for the Shining Wizards. days of this nonsense. Seven more? Seven? Did well, you just say right? seven? Christmas would have been seven more. Not from today. Christmas would have been seven more. I'm still thinking Christmas. It's beginning Not from today, to you're right. go like Kevin's still in the holiday spirit. Not from today at all. No. How was, uh, how was y'all's Christmas? Fine, yet boring. Fine. All right, cool. Yeah. Good. I'm good. Sorry, I, I know I've I've got nothing Yours? else to say. I mean, my Christmas was awesome. It was awesome. As I talked about last week, my wonderful wife, she got me a couple Hasbro's that I needed. So, I'm only one away from completing my uh collection minus Malaways. And then my mother-in-law, which, which what, is it Purple Razor Ramon? Is that the one? She got Did me, you get that? No, she got me Purple Razor. She got me Sean with the black and silver pants. And she got me uh, the Series 8 Undertaker. So the only one I'm missing is Series 3 Macho Man. He looks exactly like the Macho King figure, but the, his back tights say uh, Macho Man, and his fist is taped. So you're missing one with figure. With actual white tape, or is it, or is it, or is it skin-toned? Uh, it's skin-toned. I believe I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Books, the book somewhere around me. And then my mother-in-law, yeah. she got me a ton of wrestling stuff. Uh, a couple new books, a couple Funkos. Uh, and then my brother and my father, uh, they got me a bunch of wrestling. This awesome uh, Fartquake shirt, which it's an earthquake shirt for those of you in Facebook land. But because of the way the E is set up, my wife thought it said Fartquake on it. And uh, that's been going on all fucking day for me, uh, where she was literally cry laughing. Yeah. And then she made me take a picture so she could share it in the Discord with everybody. So thus the name uh, Fartquake, which, I mean, 
if we're going to be honest, it's very, it's very fitting. I do fart quite a bit. But it's actually Earthquake. And then there was no cue. It's behind his head. Like, she just doesn't get it. She doesn't know. She knows, like, who The Rock is. Uh, she knows, like, I'm watching a lot of 2001 WWF. So, she like, she knows, like, you suck with the Kurt Angle sing-along. Like, she knows those guys. She's no clue who fucking Earthquake is. So, I've been Fartquake all day. But uh, It does look like Fartquake. It, I guess. Because the E, I don't know. My brother got me this. He got me a Yokozuna shirt. Uh, some Funko Pops. I got maybe, a, they're, maybe they're trying to tell you something, Matt. Yeah, I'm a fat okay. fuck. Uh, <laughs> I got this Stone Cold Steve Austin bobblehead. I got uh, a Macho Man Funko. I'm fucking, man, it was awesome. It was an awesome, awesome Christmas. Um, the new WWE encyclopedia, the updated version, which my father had like a riot looking through because he was surprised that they had like the Flying Kangaroo Brothers in there and shit like that from like back in back in the day, which I don't know why that surprises him, but if you know my father, then then I, you know. I, so I find it interesting your father remembers the fabulous kangaroos. That's that's a fucking old poll. Good for him. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. like one of those things that sticks with you when you're younger. But uh, yeah, so I had an awesome Christmas, and I came home and uh, I laid around. I watched the football game, had a couple Jack and Cranberries, and. Uh, it was just a nice, nice evening. I got a ring doorbell, which is yeah. fascinating. That's so fucking lame. I got, I get the notifications when anybody's walking by. It's fucking, it's just nonstop. Do, let me ask uh, you a question. Do you really need that? I've been wanting to put a camera in front of the house. We actually had one through, this is so boring. We had one through Xfinity. And it's a good thing we did. Because somebody smashed the wall when they were pulling a dumpster out of my neighbor's driveway. So we had proof that they damaged the wall, which actually, after some fighting and arguing, we got them to cover all the damages that were incurred. So without that, they could have just told me, you know, get lost, fuck off, and I would have been on the hook for money. So Yeah, those cameras wow. are invaluable, to be honest with you. They're so good for so many purposes. And you know what's cool about the ring? Like you can get into like it's called the community. So if yeah. something happens to somebody, they'll like they'll post a, a video and they'll be like, if anybody has any information, let me know. Like there was a hit and run in Belleville, somebody's car got hit, so they were looking to see if anybody had information on it. Well, yeah, that's what that's what it is. It's a it's a great tool to help police investigate crimes. So and just that's what... just for neighbors too to keep an eye out for each other, you know. If something oh yeah, happens, especially around this time of year, I thought because we had a lot of packages misdelivered, so. I really thought, like, I guess working with the police for so long, my immediate, my my rods and cones go, you know, someone's stealing our packages. But turns out they were both just misdelivered. I'm reaching out to, like, my neighbors for no reason whatsoever. Like, hey, let me see your ring cam. Yeah, but you want to know something, though? Like, for everyone that winds up going to the wrong door, like, I sent stuff to my grandmother as a surprise, and it wound up, like, two buildings down from her. Thankfully, she know the she knew the woman that it got delivered to because she walked it over to her. But for everyone that's misdelivered, there's there's jackasses that they show them sneaking up to the porch. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, get out of here. And they take off, you know? Yeah, those are so fun to watch, by the way. Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. There's, a, there's a guy on YouTube. He's a, he's an engineer. And he makes a thing called the glitter bomb where he, like, plants packages on his porch. And when people get them home, they open it up. It sprays fart spray. It sprays glitter all over their house. It has a <laughs> countdown, so they think the thing is going to explode. And there's cameras on all sides of it. So once he knows it's activated, he can pretty much record audio and film everything that's happening. It's hilarious. It's like if you get caught with, like, a package, like, blatantly on camera that's, that you know is not, like, yours, it's kind of like when you were, like, trying to sneak up for better seats at, like, a concert or, like, a game or something like that. 
and like you know you're caught but you still try to make an excuse like it's not yours yeah but it's or, like i didn't do anything wrong i get it but it's easy at a concert like, oh, i'm sorry sir I, I thought this was it yeah exactly it's like, it's like mean, how do you how I do thought, you, i'm sorry I, how do you argue that you got that you, you got your package off of somebody else's front steps you know what i'm saying oh what this says this says five hillside i thought it said five hilltop i don't know i live on hill wait a I don't minute get it it's weird this isn't my house <laughs> look to be fair yeah. uh this is I've, where i parked my car i've never met my neighbors uh and a package got delivered to my house that was addressed to them but their first name apparently is matt and i didn't look at the address so i opened up their package <laughs> Look, that happens sometimes. A oh, I mean, that's fine. That's that fine. But uh, I mean, like, that happened to you packaged it back. That happened to something that I got my sister-in-law and then I called up. It's, it was signed for by managers. I'm guessing it went to some building complex or some apartment complex of a, you know, of the same street address. So I called because I, I want, I really wanted it for Christmas. So I called up uh, the place. I'm like, listen, this isn't, this isn't, I'm not a manager of anything, first of all. So I didn't sign. So I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm certainly not a general manager of like SmackDown. So basically, I threatened the guy at Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm like, hey man, if you don't send me another one of these hydro flask coffee mugs, you're gonna have a match with the Undertaker. <laughs> no, I, I but they sent another one, and now I have. I then the other one came, so now I had, I gave one to my sister-in-law. Now I have one. It's funny how that works out, ain't it? I, uh, I love when they leave a package and they'll say like it was handed to a resident. And in the meantime, they'll take a picture of it and they'll show you that it's at the front door. It's like, really? It's like, just get your story straight. Yeah, they get around that with like with like smart post or like uh, FedEx grounds. It, it, like it says, like from when I worked at Gray's with Mega Powers, like our shipping was like in or around the residence. So like around the residence could be like anywhere. It could be like on the next block and it was delivered to or around the residence. So it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but everything worked out well. I didn't get any wrestling stuff, but you know what? This is the first time. Really? I didn't ask. Well, I didn't ask for anything. Well, your brother reached out to me in like November wrestling. and was asking me what you liked, and I I told him, but I was that's why I, I dropped that hint in the text, like, oh, let me know if you get any wrestling stuff, because he didn't follow up. Oh. I he never was, get wrestling stuff anyway. He so. was like, "What is Kevin like? Like, what is his favorite belt and stuff?" So I told him. And then I was like, that's why I was like, and that was like in November. So I was like, oh, maybe he got Kevin something wrestling related, but I never followed so, up with him. So this could have been a great Christmas. Like I could have got like a replica belt. Mm-hmm. You could and have, but I, I guess you didn't, or I just ruined the surprise. I have no idea. They did say something is still coming on the way. Like I just got a Christmas present from my dad today. Yeah. I'm still waiting on stuff for my brother and my wife. So, so I mean, your guys stuff is still on the way too. So that's why I like, maybe they did give me something. But I also asked for an ironing board cover, so there could be that. You're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> so maybe they got me the maybe the ironing board cover. Listen, I'm the Iron Man. The guy right? who got a bunch of fucking toys, who's almost forty, just called the dude who asked for an actual yeah. adult thing a nerd. Welcome yeah. to the Shining Wizards Wrestling but Podcast. I'm, I'm jealous of you. I just don't think to ask for wrestling stuff anymore. Like what? Like because you can't like the stuff like you want. Like I want say I want like an elite like. Like, like let's just say the edgeheads figure right sure like it's not like they can just like it's not like toys r us is still around where you could go and it's there and odds are you're gonna find it at some point or you're gonna find something that you know i don't have yeah so, but like you have to go to like ringside collectibles you gotta go to pro wrestling tees you gotta go to all these niche stores wwe shop 
That's not yeah, unusual. but that's that's how people are shopping now. Like, who wants to? I don't. I didn't leave I the guess. house to go shopping for anything. But I feel like I don't know why. I feel like if you're not a wrestling fan, you won't know how to navigate the site. I mean, like you won't know what to look for. Look, you can. I put all the information. I make a little list up, or uh, I did like an Amazon wish list, and I sent it to my mother-in-law because she kept bothering Rhiannon, like what to get Matt for Christmas. That's it. You just lead them, lead a horse to water. I can't make them drink it, but I did all the heart. I did all the legwork for you. Yeah, you know we do that too, but to like a much lesser extent. We just print out a list and we send. We do send it to each other. But like, see, you could like include the website. Yeah, I guess I could have done that. There's you next know what I year. Ask people for what's that? Buddy? Gift cards, lots and lots of gift cards. Oh yeah, cards. I'd spend on Amazon all. You know day what? Or- I got zero gift cards, and that means that the gifts I got from people meant that they put some thought into it. Yeah, they but- looked at your list and they thought, which one from the list do I need to buy for Matt? That's and I didn't get a gift card, so I'm good. Right. But so what if what if you card. want a gift card and they give you a gift card? That's a whole that's different story. I don't want gift cards. Right. Hey, if you ask for a gift card, that's a different story. Next time you get gift cards you don't want, send them right here. I'll be right, for, happy to look, put them to good use. No one said I wasn't going to use them. I just think it's a lazy gift. Unless you, nope. if, look, if Kevin says I want a gift card to Sunoco or whatever fucking gas station and someone gives him a $100 Sunoco gift card and that's what he wanted, fucking high fives all around. But if yeah. you, if Tony Z, you give me a fucking gift card to Sunoco instead of like, you know, and look, with all due respect, Tony, I just you, I just went to a Sunoco today and filled up my tank. See, Tony, you give awesome last year's gifts were awesome. They're little replica belts, the little bit of the bubbly. You're a thoughtful person. Kevin gifts thoughtful. My uh, gifts thoughtful. Look, Jack, I'll take a bottle of Jack over a gift card any day. All right, all right. Noted. Now, what if somebody got you a gift card to say I don't know uh, pro wrestling tees? Again, I'm not. I just think I don't. But is that thoughtful? They're like, listen, I know Matt's a wrestling fan. I know he likes to buy shirts. I don't know, fuck all what shirts he has. Let me send him a hundred bucks. I'll say yes. Yes. I'll say that is a thoughtful gift. Yes. So like, if that's if if my brother asked you, what does Kevin want, and you said, I don't know, just get him a gift card to Pro Wrestling Tees, and he got me that. Yeah. To me, that's that's okay. That's a thoughtful yeah. gift. Yes. If you gave me a twenty five dollar Visa gift card, and you're like, just buy whatever you want, I'd be like. Thanks. You could have just given this to fucking any average Joe and put zero. Th- that's just lazy. You're just fucking lazy. It doesn't take Christmas much. To, who's giving Christmas presents to average Joes? You, who knows? Maybe average Joe likes Christmas gifts. I don't know. Yeah, but who's who names a kid average Joe? I mean, it's 2020, Kevin. Kids are the fuck. People are can name their kids Mercedes and all sorts of weird shit. So. Mercedes has been a name that's been around for a couple of decades. Now. I don't fucking Tony's, know, man. Tony's favorite wrestler is named Mercedes. I'm the fucking fart quake, okay? I don't know anything about names. Look, you we got Lindsay Snow is going to join us at 730. Um, but I think the biggest <laughs> news. We didn't mention that yet? No, we didn't, didn't mention it yet because the biggest news of the week, unfortunately, <laughs> was the uh, untimely passing of uh, John Huber, uh, Brody Lee. Uh, it happened Saturday uh, about 8 o'clock is when the news broke. Um, and I don't know about you guys. But, man, I don't know why. This one hit me different. Uh, and we've been doing this for over nine years, and unfortunately we've talked about a lot of people that have passed. And we've had a lot of great memories, and we've known a lot of people, unfortunately. But I don't know, man. This one is like it's like a fucking gut punch. Any, any, anything that you could speak to as to why? Like, I mean, why? I have one- no idea. I don't know if it's because he was on TV 
as early as October and nothing came out between now and, and uh, between October and now that said he was in any sort, you know, I, I had assumed with the storyline that he was just off TV because they were going to bring him back in a, you know, big Brody Lee way. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Like I came home Saturday night. I don't know if it's the holidays. I don't know if it's the fucking COVID, uh, the lockdown. It's just like, I don't know, man. It was like Saturday. Like I started looking on fucking Instagram and social media and I just couldn't, I couldn't read like the, the beautiful tributes. Like I had to put the phone down. I watched the dolphins win an amazing football game, but I was like, don't give me, no, no, don't give me the jerk off sign. They're going to the playoffs, buddy. Um, <laughs> But uh, like I told like the, the Wednesday night crew, I'm like, I'm out tonight. Like, I don't want to, I'm putting my phone away. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like even before we sat down tonight, like there's like, I feel like there's like, like a fucking weight on my chest. Like no matter what I do, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like, and I don't know why, uh, but it just weighs very heavily on me. So uh, I don't know, man, it's fucking rough. 41 years old. He's behind a wife and kids. And seemingly, seemingly out of nowhere. And, um, excuse me, um, someone who is clearly so universally loved. And I think that that helps because all the tribute, I mean, that helps, but I think that is, is a, a part of why you're feeling the way that you are is because he was just so from all accounts, from everyone in every company in the world that's ever worked with them, especially like, in WWE and AEW, just no one had a bad word to say about him. And it kind of, it kind of relates like Shad Gaspard's hit me pretty freaking rough. Like that one was absolutely, absolutely tragic. Died saving his son. Everyone loved him. And this is pretty much the same thing. He, he was apparently by all accounts, just a good father. If not, I'm not going to say better father, but a tremendous father to his kids, love his kid. And that, and that sucks. And it, he was so young. It happened so fast. There wasn't anything like for a lot of them, you can kind of brace for it. Like, unless it's like an Owen Hart or a Brian Pillman or, or even Eddie Guerrero or something like that. But like a lot of them, oh, no, actually, no, that's not even true. Pat Patterson was old, but he died. Danny Hodge just died. Kevin Green just died. Yeah. I, I mean, Kevin yeah, Green, I guess you really yeah. can't. Kevin Green wasn't even 60 yet, though. That, that one was a real head-scratcher, too. Like, you know, you hear... Look, these days, 60's still young, you know? It's not like 50 years ago where, like, you hit 60, you're like, oh, man, you know? Like, the guy's kind of old anyway. But. Yeah, and it's not fair of me to, to compare and contrast with others. This one, if I me, mean, I can't... If this, this, one, this one sucks. It absolutely and I, sucks. And I, and I think it's because he's been so fresh in the minds of everyone that's into wrestling. I mean... You know, he, he, it's all within this past year. Like he, he came to AEW and he was making a name for himself and had a high profile match where he defeated Cody for the TNT championship. And he was, uh, you know, he was the exalted one, the leader of the dark order. And they've been doing tons of stuff on TV. And then all of a sudden he disappears. And like, I had just assumed that I know we brought it up a couple of weeks ago. Like they were saying, wasn't he, wasn't he supposed to be hurt with like a knee injury or a shoulder injury or something? I, I thought that's why he had like left to begin with, that that was the story going around. And I still wasn't clear on that, but yeah, this one just kind of like everything was quiet. And like, we even were talking about like, when's he coming back? What, what are they going to do with him? You know, like, uh, you know, just in terms of a storyline and then to hear this, it was just, I guess it's kind of strange because we have been hearing so much about everyone and everything is like pretty much out there for the world to see when it comes to people like in their real lives. And 
I think it was the biggest shock because we just didn't know until, you know, unfortunately his passing. Maybe that had something to do with the way you're feeling about it. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't know if it's the BTE stuff because you, you see him, um, you know, when he's just a fucking dude having a good time. Uh, you listen to his interviews, um, his unrestricted stuff where he does an interview when he's the TNT champion while he's in the car with his kids. Like, I just don't know. I don't know if it's fucking 2020 and it's all just fucking catching up to me. I really don't know. But this one was just, like, rough, man. Even today, like getting ready for the show and just scrolling through like Twitter and Instagram and, and pulling news and notes. It's like, like I have to put the phone down and I have to put my laptop down. I just don't want to, I don't want to look at anything. Everything makes me like upset. Like fucking you were like BTE was great today. And I had to like, it was awesome. I had to like, re was downstairs playing like on our video games. And I was like, I'm just going to go upstairs and watch this by myself. Cause it was like, so fucking emotional, and I don't know if I'm just getting fucking old or what, but it was. It, no, it's you're been... not. You're not wrong. It, it 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 threw us all for a loop. Um, did you ever see him while he was on the Indies in the East Coast? Um, I, maybe I was at a Shikara show, and I saw him there. Um, but I can't say that I I you know saw him live. Right. Um. But like a lot of like the Dragon Gate USA stuff that I had on DVD, and I knew he was in Chikara. I know he did stuff with ROH when we uh, when we first started doing the podcast nine years ago. Like when when we first jumped in, he was all over the place, and and uh, well, maybe I think, that's it. I think we were Facebook friends with him from the uh, the original Shining Wizards account that Facebook got rid of. Yeah, but I just don't know. I don't know if it's the holidays. I really don't. It's it's it sucks, man. It's fucking rough. Yeah, that's the only way to put it, really. I mean, it's like, and again, like the fact that no one, like you always get these weird like things where like people will still talk about, I guess like Ultimate Warrior comes to mind, I guess, where like, even though they all made up with him, people will still say, but like, oh, he's a great guy. He turned his life like this and that, a great guy later in life, but nobody ever wanted to work with him. Like there's always that caveat with, with people, like no one has said that about about Brody Lee or John Hoover. No one no one said anything other than how much they loved him. Same thing with Chad. Uh, same thing with Pat Patterson. So I, I guess it's just like, it's hard to dissect death and how it affects people. So I'm not even going to try anymore. So it affects everyone differently. It affects us all. Like, if you're, listen, if you're a wrestling fan and you are not affected by this, like, you need to check up from the neck up. So... Yeah, absolutely. It's just, uh, yeah, wild shit, man. Real, really uh, shook me, and I don't know why. There's no rhyme or reason uh, for it. Tony? I think, uh, yeah, um, so correct me if I'm wrong. You're probably more up on this than I am, but I think uh, AEW is actually pushing their their two-part series back a week, and it's going to be the first two weeks of 2021. Uh, they're doing a tribute for him, but now, am I wrong? Did... did uh, did they talk to his to his kids about booking the show? Is that is that what happened? So it's see from my understanding is uh um uh they're calling they're referring to Brody Brody's son as one. Yes. So in the tweets when T- Tony Khan's like these are one's favorite teams. So this is 
you know, and, and we can, I don't have the information readily available. I can surf Twitter and stuff. But my understanding is uh, that Brody's son had a hand in putting these teams together. Uh, so the first announcement here, it says Lee's son, Brody's favorite teaming for one night only Cody, Orange Cassidy and Vance, uh, uh, Preston Vance, 10 take on team Taz. Uh, Hangman Page, John Silver, Alex Reynolds take on MJF, Santana, and Ortiz. Anna Jay and Taya, uh, Ty Conte take on Dr. Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Lance Archer, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson take on Eddie Kingston, oh, yeah. The Butcher, and The Blade. I also have, I don't know if you mentioned it, the Young Bucks and Cole Cabana taking on Matt Hardy and Private Party. Yes, that is on here somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool. It's cool that they're actually getting him involved, and I... I think I read even a couple of weeks ago, they had him down at uh, Daly's place and they did a little segment with him and uh, challenging Kenny Omega and he won the championship from Kenny Omega, which I think is, is fucking amazing. I remember they did that stuff with Connor when, you know, when, uh, when, uh, when, when Connor, the crusher, uh, you know, uh, during his last days with WWE, it's always cool to see something like that, you know? No, it's, it's nice to see that they're actually, you know, opening things up and, you know, taking care of everybody. And, you know, Tony Khan has said one thing that they're all family and, you know, it's all about the boys and everybody. And, and I mean, you, you can't ask for more. It's, it's just unbelievable. The, the pouring of support and the thing that they're doing for his family for this week on the show, it's just, it's off the, it's off the charts. Just, just mad love for them, you know? Yeah. And uh, props to AEW for keeping a lid, everyone in the AEW umbrella, um, keeping a lid on the, the Brody situation. Um, Dave Meltzer reported that uh, a lot of people at AEW were aware of of this illness and how sick he's been since about November, but everybody just kind of kept it under wraps because the family wanted privacy. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing. And if you're listening to this and you're a wrestling fan, understand, just understand this. These people, these professional wrestlers, owe you nothing they give it to you every week when they get in the ring, when they miss holidays to be with their families. When they want privacy, they owe you nothing. Bruce Mitchell, you can go fuck yourself. If you read the PW Torch, don't listen to this podcast because you're probably a piece of shit. Bruce Mitchell putting Bruce out Bruce an Mitchell. article looking for answers saying we need to know assuming AEW covered this up covered, is disgusting. Covered what up? Kevin, the, the too long didn't read version is that Bruce Mitchell was just wondering if there was any link to COVID with the situation. I His I, wife said immediately that it wasn't. I, look, I understand, and I know where Matt's coming from, and I'm not defending Bruce Mitchell. Is it a fair line of questioning? Probably considering what's going on in 2020, yes. Was it who's fair? first of all? For, for, hold on, I need to cut you off. Who is Bruce Mitchell? One, and what is he? What did he do that Matt told him to go fuck himself? He wrote an article saying that we need answers because everything that's happening with COVID. How do we know that it wasn't something COVID related? And he and he writes for the Torch. Yes, yes. he's like one of the main. Oh yeah, Bruce Mitchell's been around a long time. Long really? Time. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've heard of Brian Alvarez, Meltzer, and some other guy. Oh, well, if you listen to 83 Weeks, Bruce. Eric Bischoff is not a fan of, of Bruce Mitchell either. Now, getting back to my point, is I it a fair line? Of, I still don't remember that name. 
is is it, Sorry, is it a fair line of questioning considering what's happened in 2020? Probably. Should have he have done that in an article on a wrestling website? Nah, that's bad taste, bro. Especially a day after ever- a day after he died. No, you want to exactly. You want to exactly. you want to crack that open in a month if we don't have any answers. But fuck, they owe us, and nobody owes us anything. But on top of that. If you think that it was something COVID related, something that was part of like, you know, the pandemic, don't you think somebody would have at least said something at this point? You know what I'm saying? AEW took the world champion off of a show because he was in contact with his wife who got COVID. Yeah. Why would they not tell us that they took Scorpio sky out of off of a show? And everybody's been doing, I mean, look, ring of honor took four people off of their pay-per-view. WWE has been doing it too. It's yeah, Tony, nobody's yeah, been like trying to cover shit up. Exactly. Exactly. I'd be like, Tony, it, it'd be a fair line of questioning if maybe it was like the president of the United States. It's like, fucking no, disgusting. Why, why aren't they telling us about, you know, the leader of our, the free world's like illnesses and stuff? What, what are they hiding? That would be a fair line of questioning for a pro wrestler in AEW who has a weekly TV show on TNT. No. And, and whose wife immediately discredited who said non COVID lung issue then no go scratch like if it was like the president's wife or a governor's wife or your town your mayor's wife who denied it and then came out and said it was then then yeah that's a different story but this is a pro wrestler and like to matt what matt said and what you said they've been doing everything so transparent everything in terms of covid everyone has so there's no reason why they what to what could they have to gain by covering anything up so I don't know who this Bruce Mitchell is. I listened to 83 weeks. Maybe I, maybe I'm confusing with Bruce Richard. I don't know, but yeah, that's a terrible. And who was this other guy that Matt? I saw you had an interaction with, um, on Twitter. It wasn't the guy, but oh, when a, me and MLJ were talking about that tool bag JD from New York. Yeah, who's that? He's just some hand job podcaster who oh, okay. uh, says like really like. You know, he's from the fucking Jim Cornette tree of, uh, you know, this is how wrestling needs to be. And I'm going to yell and scream in front of my fucking blue screen, green screen, whatever jerk off shit he does. And you know who else can go fuck themselves this week? Dylan Bostic, you piece of shit, garbage, independent wrestler that nobody knows who you are. So here's the story in a nutshell, because I'm fucking hot. I'm tired. Like all these fucking indie cocksucker scumbags can go fuck themselves and he follows us on twitter and i pray to fucking god he listens to this because he can go fuck himself and i'll tell him that to his fucking face all right what what did what all right so so rip rip rogers who is a friend of the show or we know him or i don't even know if he's a fucking friend but he's like from that whole jim Cornette school too where like everything needs to be the the same way that it was in 19 fucking 60 put some story up on rip rogers come on no he put some fucking story up about this fucking jerk off who went and he did extra work a year ago at the first dynamite and then it came out that he decided he decided he was gonna put out what happened the day after Brody lee passed and tag fucking jim Cornette and all his fucking cronies of his podcast just looking to fucking stir the pot look you want fucking eighty dollars i'll give you eighty dollars out of my pocket you fucking garbage human being it's just ridiculous. These people are at, it's I'm fucking done. I'm so pissed off. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that that was what stuck in my craw for a long time with with Cornette still does as well. It's not so much 
the things that he says. It's the fucking, it's the shit that gets stirred up just to get him fucking riled up. That's the bullshit that needs to go away because people give it so much more attention than what it really deserves. And when you see that kind of shit, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, like I know, I know that Cornette was never crazy about what they've been doing with Brody Lee and AEW, but I don't think he'd be on the fucking bandwagon to fucking, you know, wish anything awful on the guy or, or his family or anything like no, that. No, it's just people. But that's where the Cornette fans go. Like, they think right away because Cornette hates somebody. Like, we need to fucking shit on this guy and fuck him and fuck his privacy and fuck everything else that goes along with it. And that's that's a fucking big no-no and a huge overstep. That's like, insane. why why are you bringing up something that happened a year ago over $80 and now you feel it's necessary to... Fucking to, glomb on, dude. That's to, why. Yeah, to throw it out there, go after this company who just... Everybody's in fucking mourning. Mm-hmm. Like why? And then you're in, in the in the tweet. You're tagging Jim Cornette and his other little like just to fucking get Cornette. Yeah, and up. like it's Britt Baker it. was like, "You're a piece of shit." Maybe if you didn't show up and fucking rip jeans and stand around and do nothing, you would have got paid. Other people were like, "Bro, take this down. This is terrible." Like, what are you doing? Uh, we mentioned three people in this conversation. I have not heard of any of them. <laughs> You know what, Kevin? That's even better for you. I shouldn't have even mentioned their names. I I, I've kind of I'm surprised you it. brought up the Bruce Mitchell thing because I was going to kind of stay away from that it. That shit, like, oh. no, it pisses me off, man. And these people online who think that they deserve, you don't deserve a fuck all, man. The family Matt, wants, me, pri the family Matt, wants let me, privacy. Let me, let me give you a piece of advice that you once gave me. Uh-oh. Stay out of the groups. That's right. Stay, stay, <laughs> out, of, stay out of the, don't, don't respond. Don't engage. Stay away from them because right. wrestling fans are the worst. No offense to the good ones because there are a tremendous amount of good ones. But Matt, you gave me that piece of advice. And my, you said I, I might not have gifts, physical gifts to give to you, Matt, but that is my gift to you today. You know what, Kevin? Regifting advice. You're right. I, now, I didn't the, engage with anybody. I just see it all on the Twitter machine. But it just irks yeah. me. The Bruce Mitchell shit really like aggravated me and the fans that think like they deserve an answer. Everyone's like, still we're fucking nine months in the COVID and there's still the people who uh, don't have a fucking job, but they're internet uh, COVID fucking experts, but they don't have a fucking job and they can't wait to get their fucking stimulus check uh, and mooch off the fucking system. But they know everything about COVID, everything under their fucking COVID experts and the wrestling fans. Where have you been all my life? Doctors, you fucking scumbag pieces of shit. Everybody's a COVID expert, dude. Don't you understand? No. The only, doctor, the only doctor I trust? Britt Baker. And she's a dentist, so what does that tell you? That's a doctor. Those are doctors, right? Yes. I'm fired. I'm so fired up. You'd be the one to ask, yes. So fired. I'm full of fucking... I'm full of rage and, and emotional. You better not be rageful because our guest is calling in a few minutes and she'll kick the ever-loving shit out of You know what? Me. I am excited to, to speak to, to Lindsay Snow. And before Lindsay Snow calls in, let me just say, next week, the Shining Wizards will not have 2020 be an absolute dog shit show like it was this year. And look, our sh I think we thrived in 2020. Um, but we're going to kick off 2021 the only way we know how to with a huge guest. Uh, and Ring of Honor's Brody King is joining us next Monday night at 7.30. Uh, we're going to talk uh -huh. Ring of Honor. We're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk God's hate. We're going to talk it all. We're going to fucking crush it with Brody King. Uh, I'm so excited about that. Uh, and I want to put Lindsay Snow over because we were talking. Um, I was trying to get her on the show two weeks ago, and she just got tied up with her schedule. 
And then uh, last week she reached out to me and apologized for missing the messages, and we set this up. So I'm super excited uh, to talk to her. And as Tony mentioned before, she's a legit badass. I mean, she's not legit Layla, but she's a legit badass. And Kevin quit the show. Good no, night, Kevin. Kevin took a break. He took a break ski. He put up the old Owen Hart, Kevin Garifo uh, combo picture. Two guys that never became WWF champion. That's right. That's a big, uh, big combo platter right there, boys. Oh. Oh, all right. Whew, man. So we could talk a little bit more Brody Lee after we talk to Lindsay Snow. Just maybe, I don't know if you guys have any favorite memories or matches, if you want to do anything like that. Um, I know we did a ton of stuff with the Wyatts and the Shield, and, and that was really hot stuff in the WWE at the time. Yes, Tony. Uh, Chris Hamrick wants you to make sure we put Lindsay Snow over. Uh, that Lindsay Snow puts him over. I will ask. Uh, we'll ask. I'll find out. And big shout out to T Dunk with the uh, with the liner today, right? There's some. Um, didn't Jay Lethal train? My oh my god, am I making this up? I thought I read it. Didn't Jay Lethal train Lindsay Snow? You're correct. There we go. Was that a coincidence, Doctor Dunk? It probably was because I know Matt's been on the ROH bandwagon, and so have I. I've been getting, I've been, I've been falling off, but I've been jumping right back on. But I know, like, I'm looking through the list, and I'm like, yeah, it's time for Jay Lethal. I think Ring of Honor, since they're on the uh, the uptick again, be a nice uh, liner to end the year with. So. You should have, you should have kayfaved it. Be like, yeah, no, no, nope. Wrestling yeah, fans need the truth, Kevin, and I'm no. here to be the truth. No, you should have been, you should have been Bizarro World Bruce Mitchell. Should have been like. <laughs> I was all fired up. I watched that today, by the way. What? Uh, the British Bulldog <laughs> explaining his history. And he's like, I'm going to win this because I'm bizarre. He's, he was bizarre, right? We're done the Royal Rumble rabbit hole again. And that is uh, part of my top five today, boys. Little teaser there. Oh. Kevin's top five. Well, I've got, I've got some questions for later, but I think I think we might do a back and forth ski. And uh, we might have a three strikes rule because it's that good. What do you mean a three strikes rule? I might I might do it where each one of you can get like uh, three wrong because it's good. It's that good of a question, and I think you guys are gonna need to think about it a lot. Like three strikes and you're out. Yes, we might do that. That would that would be interesting. That's hockey, right? That's a hockey reference, Matt. Yes, very much so. Yes, okay. gotcha. hockey on the ice. Three strikes and you're out. Right, of the old of- hockey pucks. Never mind the strikes. You guys ready? Because I think our guest is ready. Are you guys ready? Born ready, baby. Oh, I think so. I think I'm, I'm coming down. All right. Good, good, good. That's a good thing. Take your breath. Get everything in and out because joining us, of course, the lovely Lindsay Snow is here. Can you? Hey, guys. How are we going? Good, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Just gave you a mini tour of the shop. <laughs> I lo- Look, as somebody who hasn't seen a tattoo shop since this pandemic started, I am very happy to uh, see the inside of your shop uh longing for an, another tattoo but uh lindsey snow joins us tonight on the shining wizards podcast she'll be appearing on AEW dark tomorrow night taking on uh penelope ford Lindsay, thank you so much we were putting you over before uh i was telling the story breaking down the wall of how you were so kind to reach out to us uh, and apologize for missing our messages and then we caught up and now you're here with us so thank you so much yes thank you guys so much for having me um yeah, life life has been pretty insane for me uh, the past couple of weeks, um, but I'm I'm just happy to happy to be on here. Thank you guys. Well, we are happy to have you. How's the tattoo business during this whole uh, pandemic nonsense? Actually, like right now, it's um, it's bouncing back, but 
you know, for a while there, it was pretty scary. You know, we couldn't have anybody in the shop at all. And then it was really weird because I'm in Florida, right? So um, they weren't letting tattoo shops open, but they were letting like hair salons open and stuff. But it's funny because like the hair salons had to adopt our cleanliness, you know, like they had to uh, like pretty much everything that were regulated by the health department to do is what hair, like hairstylists had to start doing, but we have like already been doing right, that stuff for, like, for forever. So yeah, it was pretty wild. But now um, thankfully things are kind of getting back to normal. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tattooing still. So like, that's really awesome to say that like, I, you know, uh, wrestling and tattooing are helping me pay the bills right now, you know, and I'm just thankful to be able to work because it's it's not that awesome for a lot of people out there right now so no absolutely not well it's good to hear that you're doing well uh okay so you're covered in tattoos um and <laughs> it's awesome uh, yeah, cause, yeah just a couple if you've never seen Lindsay snow wrestle uh she sticks out in a good way because she is covered in beautiful tattoos uh and i have a bunch of tattoos as well um, his are not so beautiful, by the way. You should. <laughs> For, he's, got look, chick, he's got like a chicken on his thigh. I do not have a chicken oh, on my man. thigh. Do not. Do not. First of all, do not. Don't undersell my tattoos, okay? I have very nice pieces. Foghorn, foghorn leghorn. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm trying to make it you so have I can see all of you guys. You, you, how, you how, got, do I make it? how do I make it so I can see all of you guys at the same time? Do you know? There should be, um, if you go up to the view, there should be a little view button where you see it as a speaker. Oh, wait, before we let her do that, who are you seeing right now? Because you might not want to see the rest of us. <laughs> well, now I'm seeing you. Ah, all right. <laughs> keep it, let's keep it at that. Let's keep it right there. Okay. That's it. That's all you need to see. The other two are foghorn. You know what? Hold on. Can I, oh, there we go. See, Here there we go. go. Swipe the bottom. <laughs> Now, Tony, yeah, what are you? Are you? Why are you shitting on my tattoos? What do you have a problem with? What band logo do you have that's upside down? No, I don't have a band logo that's upside down. I have the death bat. The death bat. The death bat is in the middle of my chest. Okay. And then the Brett. It's a variation of the Bret Hart logo. It's on my back. Variation. It's upside down. <laughs> you what? You son of a bitch. You don't have any tattoos, do you? You know, it's so funny how, how people always give each other shit about tattoos. Like, it could be, like, your favorite one or whatever, but, like, there's always going to be somebody that's going to be like, uh, what about that? You know, or, like, your first tattoo. Oh, man, that's a good one. Like, I love when people clown on, like, their friends for, like, their very first tattoo. Don't, you don't even know what my very first tattoo was. Who, me? Yes. Well, what was it? It was a New York Mets logo. Oh, uh, all right. But the the problem was I put it in the middle of my arm, like in the middle, like right here. Show us. Well, it's gone now. I got it covered. Oh, boo. <laughs> because I put it in the middle of my fucking arm and I needed, then I wanted like a big piece. So now it's, no, that's not it. So, no, that wasn't. So now it's covered. It okay. was like somewhere in there. Then I covered. That's so so you got the neck tattoo. What's the worst place you've been tattooed? Oh, the side of my head, dude. That was fucking terrible. That was horrendous. It starts like, okay, so the first night, Thomas, he did like from like the my temple, like right here to like the middle of my ear, right? And then the very next night, we did from like the middle of my ear all the way to the back of my neck. Oh, the very next night, it was so bad. It was so bad. But I just like, I was just like, man, 
I feel like such a bitch right now. And he's like, you're getting the side of your head tattooed. Like, you're okay. Like, it's, it's supposed to hurt. And I was like, I know, but uh, like, you know, it's just like one of those things. But that hurt really, really bad. And I'm like, um, the palms of my hands. Oh, God. Yeah. Lindsay, I dropped, I dropped, I dropped a spoon on my toe yesterday and it still hurts. So you're good. Dude, you want to know the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life though? I dropped one of those individual like little guys of applesauce with like the uh, tinfoil on the lid. Oh. Right? I dropped one of those from like three feet off the ground. Like it just like scooted off of the, off the counter. Right. And like landed sideways on my big toe, dude, just like the, just like the, uh, the end part with the tinfoil wrapped around it, you know? So it was like a knife, like, dude, I, I swear. I thought that I chopped my toe off. Like it was so bad. My whole toe turned black. Like after that, it was gnarly. What is it about the toe that like gets hurt so easily? And it like, you stub your toe. Like it's like the worst pain you've ever felt. You get, you drop, you know, some apple crayon sauce <laughs> on your toe. What it, it kills you. It's what is it about the toe? Does it does it hurt to get your toe tattooed or tattooed? Oh, I don't have my toes tattooed, but I do have like my fingers tattooed down to my cuticles, and those are like they're so in there. They're like braille, like you can feel them. They're crazy, but those hurt really, really bad too. So I can only imagine how bad your toes hurt, like getting like those little bone guys. Now, as a tattoo artist, what's the strangest place you've had to tattoo somebody? Um, Fresno. Ah, I see what you did there. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Like anything, like in the ear, or in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've oh, done, like, I get the Fresno like, joke. The I get the Fresno joke. I done like oh you just got it oh, I just God. got it oh. Kevin's our comedian Kevin's the comedian bless your on the show heart. bless your little heart <laughs> oh, I thought I thought that was like a dirty name for something <laughs> <laughs> Did you just like Google it No it's oh, okay. a, I am a comedian so like it takes me oh my God You're go welcome. on I'm sorry go 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 You're welcome um, No like I've done like uh, like face tattoos, ear tattoos, like, I don't, I don't really know, like, there's not really like a, a strange place that like, I would want to touch on someone to tattoo, if that's what you're getting at, because like, that's just like, right, if someone was like, well I want like, <laughs> like, I want like something in my butthole, you're like, you gotta go to, you gotta go down the street yeah. to Bill's tattoo shop, it ain't happening here. You know, unless it's the Godsmack son, I don't really want to mess with it. Right, and that's usually around the belly button. Don't go by the. Yeah, but if you get around your butthole, like. Yeah, but how do you work with the curves? Unless someone has like a really flat ass. Well, you know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna find out. I don't. No butt. No butt tattoos on on this uh, podcast. No butt tats. So, uh, it seems like it's a it's like a double edged sword for you. So you're a tattoo shop. Uh, do you do tattoo work and wrestling happened in the pandemic at the same time? I mean, how did you stay positive for the the last couple months before things kind of opened up again? Well, it was super hard to stay positive, but um, I got really lucky just like by who I'm constantly surrounded by. Um, I, I honestly, like, I didn't think that I was going to get to go back to wrestling. I was like, man, like, what if like that was it like what if like that was my, my chance you know because um 
I, I had worked for NWA at the beginning of the year, and then I was booked for the Ring of Honor Women's Tournament, and uh, they had just announced me, and I was, like, flying home from North Carolina, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, man, like, this could be, like, the start of something really, really good for me, you know, and then, like, all of a sudden, boom, like, everything, like, shut down, you know, like, the pandemic hit, and, like, just, like, I don't know, like, I was like, man, like, I was so excited for the year, and then just to, like, have everything, like, slow to like a, a screeching halt you know um I had to keep myself busy um luckily uh Thomas and I have been like learning how to uh, uh guild which is like the uh the uh it's like applying gold leaf to a surface so um that was that was pretty cool so I started doing like sign painting and like window painting so I've been painting like the tattoo shops that I work at like uh, I guess spotted another shop in Zephyr Hills and so I painted like the tattoo lettering down, um, down the front of their windows. And then uh, I've been working on the, the shop here in Jacksonville too. So I learned how to do that. And then um, made like a, a big, like kind of like a, I guess it's like the, the desk that I work off of. Um, it's just like a big sign that says the shop name autograph. And then like uh, the diamond of Duval, you know, <laughs> so it was like a bunch of really cool stuff. So that, that honestly, like that helped me, um, keep, keep my, uh, my thoughts afloat because, you know, <laughs> when you can't do everything that you love and like your future is uncertain and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills and stuff. And then like, oh man, it was, it was hard. It was super, super hard, but luckily, like it, it seems like the world is starting to, um, starting to come back to, to life. So let's hope that it keeps going this way. <laughs> Absolutely. And it seemed like when, when things started to open up again, you took complete advantage of that. Uh, obviously, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3, you walked out uh, the champion, the baddest the baddest woman in the uh, in the place that night. If Allison Kay knew about the applesauce, I think it would have been a whole different story. But uh... Dude, don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I have people at shows now like chucking applesauce at me. What have I done? I mean, I guess they, I mean, that's going to be a thing, by the way. If it, it could, if look, if it doesn't, if it doesn't break, then you just have a, an endless supply of applesauce. Right. I do love applesauce. Okay. Unsweetened applesauce. Unsweet. If you're going to throw unsweetened <laughs> applesauce, uh, if you're going to yeah. throw applesauce at Lindsay Snow, make sure it's unsweetened. Please. 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 That way I can eat it if it doesn't like. Explode. <laughs> so Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, um, completely different concept for those of you who aren't familiar with the GCW vehicle. Um, what did that mean for you to be involved in that and then for them to, you know, for you to walk out the champion? That was like the biggest accomplishment of my life, honestly. Um, being able to, to go out there and uh, just kind of like show the world, like especially like GCW, like not a lot of people know me on GCW and um, just to like go there and just like absolutely be able to showcase my skills, not just with wrestling, like pro wrestling, like, but grappling and to get to show like what I do when I compete and um, just to kind of get people like a different feel for another like women competitor that isn't your average women wrestler, you know? So it's like, um, it was a really big stage to, um, to get to bring what I do to light. And uh, I think that, I definitely made some new fans that night and um just to like be out there with josh like dude like josh is one of my really good friends and to have him like bestow this honor on me like hand me this trophy you know it's just like man like feel like 
I feel like I really like am stepping my game up and it just shows like where uh, he thinks that I'm at, you know, and where other people think that I'm at. And like, now it's just like, I just got to keep building that momentum and just like keep, keep doing what I'm doing. And I feel like uh, that was like the, the biggest step in the right direction for me. Yeah, and it seems like it took off. You've been featured on AEW Dark countless weeks, like we mentioned. Uh, tomorrow night, December 29th, you'll be in the ring with Penelope Ford. The transition from MMA, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, is what your your specialty is, to pro wrestling. Was that hard for you, or was that something that was you just kind of picked up? Um, I mean, like being a fan of pro wrestling, it was, um, it was fun to learn. Because, you know, going to Jiu-Jitsu, you get like technique taught one day and then you get to roll and like exhibit like kind of like try to use your technique when you're rolling but like with pro wrestling it's like okay I want to learn how to do this and make it look good and like not actually harm the person that I'm out there with you know because like I want them to be able to do this stuff too and uh so it's like it's a completely different animal you know but I feel like um my jiu-jitsu background definitely did help me um with like my ability to learn things on um like a, a faster pace than other people and like um it also helped with my athletic background too so i feel like uh i feel like jiu-jitsu definitely was like a, a big help with me in pro wrestling and um I, that's why i like try to really incorporate it in like everything in like every match and it doesn't help when you're a legit badass. And if you go over to your Twitter at uh, Kaiju Power, uh, your pinned tweet, I guess, uh, back in March, somebody tried to uh, take advantage of you and you were uh, not having any of that because uh, you uh, took her down and <laughs> fucked her up uh, is, the, is the best way to describe it. Um, well, people shouldn't take liberties and they shouldn't really – Honestly, like, that's just really not cool to do to somebody that's, like, trusting you, you know? It's kind of like, hey, like, why don't I just be a piece of shit to somebody that's actually, like, trying to be cool and, like, do this thing together, you know? And um, then you're just like, oh, no, I'm just going to be a turd and, like, let everybody else know that I'm a turd. And, like, oh, wait, just kidding. I'm not going to let you do that to me. And, you know, sometimes you got to take things into your own hands. And um, I wasn't the first person that she's done that to and I'm definitely not the last because uh, I guess it took her about eight months to come back after that. And then she threw somebody through a um, uh, window of a car or something. I don't know. It's just like really poor choices and like just not cool stuff to do to people. And uh, I, I don't know. Don't I don't know how to follow stand for that. <laughs> What's that? I think Kevin may have froze up. So. Do you think do you think she's not learning a lesson or do you think she's just stupid? I mean Oh, I think that she just likes hurting people. I think that she lives for like the uh I think that she lives for like the bad um like it, she thinks that like if she does something messed up that it'll go viral and then she'll get more famous and live on through like that or something like that. So I feel like she's one of those people that's like an attention and like doesn't care if it's good or bad. That's the impression that I get if she's still doing this stuff and like trying to like message me afterwards to make an angle out of it like first she cussed me out because uh because I posted it and she was like calling me unprofessional and then um after I was like no like that's not the case and then she was mad that it went viral and kept messaging me and cussing me out and stuff 
And I was like, well, you shouldn't have done it if you knew that people were going to videotape it. Like you were cool with it being videotaped and putting it out there if you hurt me. But because I defended myself, like it's not okay for me to put it out there. Like, I don't understand that, you know? So um, the fact that I defended myself made her upset and that she couldn't take advantage. And then like a couple of uh, weeks later, her um, husband messaged me asking if we could turn it into an angle, if I would wrestle her again. That's like the definition of like a carny. Like, what do you do? You purposely try and hurt someone. You get put in your place and then you're embarrassed uh, and you want to try and it's ridiculous. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Um, hey, it's okay. I'm I'm alive. You, you handled know, it yourself. Sucked. <laughs> it's sucked to deal with, but you know, at least people are more aware of who she is. Uh, and people should be more aware of who you are. In my research before this episode, I found that you're a big fan of Sakuraba. Um, if you're for anyone who's not familiar with uh, Sakuraba, he is like the OG Gracie killer from pride. Uh, he's a madman. He also did pro wrestling in new Japan. Uh, he did the gimmick where he would like, you know, wear the mask to the ring, smoke some cigarettes. He didn't give a shit, but, uh, mm-hmm. draw his abs on, <laughs> which is, I think is phen- phenomenal. We met Jim, the anvil Nightheart, and he, <laughs> uh, he shaved his abs into his hairy belly. And it actually looks great in pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the love for Sakuraba, is that like your first exposure to, to MMA or, or how did that come um, about? Yeah, like watching Pride, uh, that was like basically like my first exposure um, to martial arts and like pro wrestling theatrics, you know, like I I had seen like pro wrestling when I was younger, like, but uh, then like getting to watch pride and like seeing uh kazushi sakuraba and fedor emelianenko like those are my two favorite fighters like of all time and like those two guys are like basically who i modeled my um my martial arts background off of and um why i like why i train (laughs) nice i will i will tell you the first the one of the first times pride was available in the united states and i ordered it was sakuraba vandalay and my heart was broken when vandalay destroyed him uh, it was then, so sad. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Yes, Kevin. So, so let me ask you this: What came first in your in your life? Was it the jujitsu or was it the pro wrestling? Well, okay, so they all kind of like go hand in hand. Um, it's really weird. So, I first was like first started watching pro wrestling with my dad when I was younger. Then I started watching Pride. Um, when I started watching pride, that's when I started wanting to like train jujitsu. And so, um, like I was actually tattooing and, um, I tattooed somebody that trained jujitsu. So I started training with them. Then one day I'm at work tattooing somebody who just so happens to be a pro wrestler and they invite me to go train with them. So then that's how I started pro wrestling. So it's like, it's all kind of like weirdly, like always been in my life. But I needed like the conduit of tattooing to put me in. So, and I I asked that because my immediate like boss is a jujitsu guy, very prominent jujitsu school up in here in North Jersey in Essex County, and like they they always kind of like needle me a little bit because you know I'm, I'm big into pro wrestling and it's not the same and it's like why don't you come and do this? I'm like first of all because I die, and and uh, and, so, and so like I, I'm wondering if if there's any sort of are people accepting of like the martial arts going into professional wrestling and, and vice versa? Cause it doesn't seem oh. like that was always the case a long time ago. I feel like, like a lot of people paved that way for it. 
Is it, well, I, is it like any, is, is it just like snapping your finger now almost? Well, okay. So like pro wrestling came from catch as catch can. Um, that's an, another style of wrestling that I do as well. But um, so like with that, like, man, I feel like people really like they respect more if you have the discipline, like another discipline, you know, other than you just pro wrestling. Like a lot of girls don't really have um, a legit background, you know, like a lot of them are dancers or models or stuff like that, you know, that are just so happen to be athletic. Now we're finding these other ladies that just so happen to have these other backgrounds, you know, and it's like, um, it's, it's kind of cool because like I, people always kind of like mess with me in the back too, like, Oh, don't shoot on me, you know, <laughs> like, so it's like, kind of like one of those, like, um, pretty much like everybody kind of understands like what you're capable of and they have like I feel like I have it a lot easier in the back because people know what I do and they see what I do so um I don't really think that well, I, 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 I think to. I think I meant more from the the side of of the uh, the jiu-jitsu do did the jiu-jitsu does the jiu-jitsu family appreciate pro professional wrestling um, oh Oh my gosh, so many, so many of my friends that I train with, that I roll with, they love pro wrestling. Um, they think it's awesome that I get to do that. You know, like we're all fans. So it's like, uh, it's like a pretty cool thing that like they get to like see that I do that too. But then I could also roll with them, you know, and it's not just like, cause like a lot of people like think that pro wrestling is like fake, you know, like whether or not the ending is predetermined doesn't take away from the athletic abilities and like yeah this shit really hurts <laughs> like you can tell me you can tell me all day long like how oh it's fake or whatever but that shit hurts like it's not like it's not like it's uh something that like everybody can do you know so it's like um I think that they all have that respect for me when when they see me on the mats and I, I think they do too. I think that's part of the evolution of what professional wrestling has become, where it's more accepted as as physical combat, not to the extent of obviously what you do and what you know ultimate fighting is in MMA is. But it, I think it's getting day by day, year by year, it's getting that respect in terms of what professional wrestlers go through. Um, mm -hmm. Circling back to the tattooing and professional wrestling, God, it seems like just like a lot of things, it's art it's it's entertainment it's it just seems like a natural marriage do you see a lot of correlation in terms of like the amount of tattoos wrestlers have nowadays as opposed to maybe going back and watching uh footage is it because tattooing is more widely available now or or, or what is well, it about wrestlers that become, just want to have tattoos it's become way more socially acceptable but um wrestlers have always had tattoos like it's an outlaw thing like tattooing is outlaw like you're a badass if you're like covered in tattoos, you know, like that's like what I always grew up with, you know, like um, now that like tattooing is more prevalent and like it's more, um, more like acceptable in the workplace. Like, cause like a lot of wrestlers don't just wrestle, like they have other jobs too that they have to do and stuff. So it's like, oh, you couldn't always like walk around and like be covered in tattoos and like, you know, so it's like, um, I think that since it's become like more socially acceptable so, and what's that? So, so like, like when we, like when we were kids, like growing up and we saw like, like Shawn Michaels with a snake tattoo or like Rick Rude with an anchor tattoo or earthquake with a tiger tattoo. We we're just like, Whoa, what is like, what is this? Like not, and now like, it, it, let me ask you, let me ask you this real quick. Do you think that 
an abundance of tattoos can take away from somebody's individuality as opposed to back then when having tattoos could add to it? Um, if that makes sense? I don't know, man. Uh, it, I think it's all on how you wear them, you know? Like tattoos are so individualistic that like it, it doesn't really matter to me, you know, like, I don't think that it could, I don't think it could take away from your personality. Like, I don't think that when people look at me and they see all my tattoos, I don't think it takes away from who I am. Uh, and I think it adds to it. If anything, I think that, um, I, you know, like when people are always like, oh, don't judge a book by its cover, you know, because like they meet me and they're like, oh, you're nice, you know, like you're covered in tattoos, you look super intimidating. And I'm like, oh, but books have covers for a reason. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> so uh, like, that's, I, I think that they could just add to it. So do it th through my research before this interview, I found a lovely picture that just made my heart flutter. Uh, you and our favorite alpha female. Uh, we, oh. <laughs> we love Jazzy. Jazzy's a good friend of the show. Um, and, and the tweet is she put out that she would wrestle you all over the world. What's your relationship like with Jazzy? Have you guys tangled uh -huh. a couple times? We've only got to wrestle one time. Um, and uh, I would I would love to wrestle her all over the world. She's great. Um, she's a super talented lady. Uh, yeah. I would love to come to Germany. Bring me to Germany. <laughs> And she, uh, she's another, like her, Thunder Rosa, they crossed over into the MMA world, and they've been very successful yeah. at it. Um, so I think that'd be fun to see you guys tangle. Um, do you For get sure. a lot of, and I don't want to, uh, I don't know if this is a disparaging remark, but do you get a lot of um, uh, references, to, like you a very, uh, Jesus, why is it so hard for me to fucking talk? Like you're, oh, every week. Shut up. <laughs> this is nothing new. Uh, comparisons to Luna Vachon. Oh yeah, all the time. Um, but it doesn't bother me because uh, she's a huge, huge idol of mine. But yeah, um, I, I actually worked with Gangrel like a week That's ago, awesome. and we took a picture and kind of like slightly broke the internet a little bit. Like not not like super hard or anything, but everybody was like really happy to see us. <laughs> like it was pretty cool. That's uh, awesome. Feel pretty good. Yeah. Is it, is it humbling to be compared to Luna because she's such a legend oh. in the world of wrestling? Yeah, like, are you kidding me? Like, oh man, hearing like Gangrel and Vicky say that to me, like Vicky Guerrero, um, like that was just like, holy crap! Like, I, I just like I was speechless. Like, I, I like couldn't really say anything because uh, it, it's pretty obvious that she was my hero. Like, look at me, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but just like to have other people see that in me, but not just because of how I look, but because of my character right. and it's like it, I, I asked Vicky I was like do you think that I need to change something like do you think I need to change my hair or, like I don't want people to like compare me to her because like I there you can't compare to Luna you know so it was just like uh you think that like because I, I'm getting this a lot you know you think this is bad and she goes no because you're paying homage to somebody like that you really love you know like so it's like she didn't think that it was a uh like she didn't think that i should change anything what i'm doing so like that that was like the like the stamp of approval that i needed to hear i guess that's awesome that's fantastic uh so aw dark tomorrow night you have been uh, uh on dark a bunch of times and you've been in there with some high quality opponents thunder rosa ivalice big swole how's the whole experience been for you Oh, it's, it's been phenomenal. Um, I wouldn't change anything at all. Like, 
I'm just, uh, I'm honored to have this opportunity and I can't wait to see where it goes. Now you mentioned the ring of honor, uh, women's of honor. And obviously we know that got shelved because of the pandemic. Has there been any talk of them bringing that back? I haven't heard anything, but then again, sometimes, uh, I don't find stuff out until it's posted. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, We'll find out. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed, because I think uh, <laughs> of a big Ring of Honor fan, I think their women's division could use uh, all the help they can get, and I think you'd be a wonderful addition. Uh, well, thank you. help bolster their roster. And it's great to see you on Dark. Uh, I know we have a lot of fans, and I'm sure a lot of the your fans have been excited to see you there because uh, AEW also, you know, they're, they need help in the women's division, and I think you bring a unique look, and you're great in the ring. And I think you would only help bolster their division. So uh, kudos to you, my lady. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it feels like I fit there naturally. Like, I love it. It's they're from like they're in Jacksonville right now. So it's just like, oh, OK, like my hometown. No big deal. <laughs> like I live here. So it's like not even like a 15 minute drive for me to go to work now. So it's tight. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I hate to bring it up, but it's the big news of the week. Did you have any uh any interactions with Brody? Um, sadly, I uh, I did not. I did not get a chance to because uh, he was already um, he was already like uh, out of work whenever I started working there. But I did get to uh, I did get to meet Amanda and the boys, and uh, I got to get in the ring with the boys. So that was pretty fun. Awesome. Um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and then, uh, chilling with Amanda, like uh, a couple weeks ago too, like they've been at all of the tapings recently. So it's been, um, it's been really cool, um, getting to meet them. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry for their family and, and what they're going through. It's, it's just absolutely terrible. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it, he was such a, a good person. Like you could just see like all of the, at least all of his friends, just all of the outpour of love and just celebration of his life and what a good person he was it's just like it's such a um it's such a horrible thing to, to have to go through and feel terrible for his family that they have to deal with this at this time of the year too it's just yeah it really sucks. We, we were talking about it earlier and, and we've been doing this podcast for a long time over nine years and you know we talked about at the beginning of the show and i'm not gonna not gonna you know bring it back there but it, it for me it, it really bummed me out it was and like I said, we've been doing this a long time and a lot of people we watched growing up have unfortunately passed. And I don't know. I'm still looking for answers and I don't know what they are. Um, you did the no ring death match a couple weeks ago uh, mm -hmm. against Mr. Neil Diamond Cutter, which I don't know if DD, I don't know how DDP feels about that. But the no, <laughs> the no ring death match, uh, I saw a couple pictures and you look like you've healed very nicely. Um, uh, yeah, I'm healed up for my next two, <laughs> January 8th and January 9th. I have another one for um, uh, ICW on the 9th, and then I have uh, No Peace Underground on the 8th. But I actually need to cut this short because my appointment is waiting in the other room for me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, it's been a pleasure at uh, Kaiju Power on Twitter and Instagram, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Kaiju Power. Uh, you can buy T-shirts. And you said, uh, what's the uh, plug the uh, plug the tattoo studio? I'm sorry, autograph. It's you said? Aut autograph tattoo. Um, it's G R A F, like graffiti autograph and then um yeah i'm in jacksonville florida and if you guys want to do this again so we can finish up i have no qualms with talking with y'all again so 
<laughs> Lindsay, I'll reach out to you. It's been a pleasure. Sorry for keeping you so long. Uh, no, it was awesome. I just, uh, I just was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I should probably jump off here. I could talk to you guys for forever. Sounds good, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a happy new year. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay Snow at Kaiju Power. Again, give her a follow on Twitter, Instagram, uh, ProRealsandTees.com forward slash Kaiju Power. Uh, I wasn't entirely sure about the Chris Hamrick thing. Tony, did Chris Hamrick want her to put him over or he was yes. putting her up? Oh. Yes. No, and he's you're going to have heat with him now because he's in the chat and he's probably going to be furious that you didn't ask. Uh, I mean, if I don't know, man. I got Look, you know what? The way I came out swinging tonight, I feel like I'm going to have heat with everybody and I don't care. Bring the heat on. You don't I, want heat from Chris Hamrick, bro. Come on. I'm Fartquake, bro. I want him. I, I bring the heat. I am the heat master. Our apologies to Chris Hamrick. We love you, brother. But, you know, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, she's got to go make that money. Go make that money. We ain't going to stop anybody from putting food on the table. Or oh. applesauce as the key. Kev, what was your awful joke? Toe, toe, too? Tattoo? Oh. Tattooed? <laughs> you dick. You fucking had me. I fucking lost it on that one. Uh, Lindsay, that it was, wasn't planned. It happened. It just happened. That way. I know, and that—that's the best part too, because it's like, oh boy. And then I didn't want to fucking laugh, but I laughed. That was a good one. Listen, I'm sure I'm not the first person. I'm sure I'm not the first person that's ever. Oh, used but that in joke. that moment, it was funny because you got that eyebrow thing. You're like tattooed, if you will. <laughs> I go like I lead in, and I was like, eh, yep, eh, yep, exactly. The old Garifo. Like, what was that? Huh? Who did we try to reach out to? Like, who did we try to reach out to? Uh, while we were interviewed, was it uh, Moon? It was Moonshine, and I'm like, oh, about uh, I think it was about Charlie Haas, and I'm like, I wouldn't mind picking his brain. <laughs> and I lean close to the camera like a jerk, like get. I basically should have said, get him on our podcast. That's basically what I did. <laughs> God, what a great guest, by the way. She was awesome. She was awesome. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed that. And again, at Lynn, by, uh, wait, by the way, do you are you a fucking knight of the round table? Do you miss medieval times? You called her my lady. My lady. You fucking dildo. <laughs> Oh, what, what else did you say? He said okay, from the fucking tip his cap or his fucking crown and fucking give her a favor, you know? Jesus Christ, dude. He said something else, too, that caught my attention that was, like, <laughs> meant to be complimentary, but it really wasn't. But thank God she didn't notice it. What, the Luna Vachon thing? Or was it no, so no, 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 no. It was so under the radar. It was like he used, like, can't as opposed to, like, can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I caught that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but she, she probably... Like, got it. Yeah, but it was like, oh my god, she knew in five minutes he's a stuttering fucking idiot. So she was just like, okay, I know what he meant. Uh, you know what it is? I trick him because I do all the I book them all through Twitter so I can I can type real fancy. But once I, yeah, you know, I'm a stuttering, uh, bumbling, stuttering prick, yeah. Speaking of mutter and stutter and pricks, we got a lot of other shit to cover. Um, do we want to maybe take a little jet ski, you know, maybe a little uh, a break ski? Break ski. I didn't want to come out and say it because I what I wanted to do is go like this. Hey, Kevin, what do we always do around this time? Use jet ski for break ski. How does that make it better or worse? Back after this. 
Oh, it's that festive time of year again. The holidays are upon us and you've got a lot of shopping to do. And you're going to probably do some of that shopping over at Amazon, right? But we don't want you to go to Amazon.com. No, 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 no. We want you to head over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. See, when you use that link, you're going to pay the same great low prices. You're going to have access to your Amazon Prime and all the bells and whistles. But a small percentage of what you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. It's not going to cost you a thing. It's going to help us out. It's like you guys are giving us Christmas gifts all year round. You're doing your shopping with Amazon anyway. Just head over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and help your boys out so we can all have a Merry Christmas. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Brea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. In a world where Hollywood tries to tell you how to live while doing the exact opposite. Where fresh ideas are tossed away for a cash grab reboot. Where the media has become nothing but propaganda and freedom is traded for what they tell you is security and safety. There is inconclusive breakdown. Your weekly look at current events and entertainment with no political correct BS. Just news and uncensored opinions everywhere you get podcasts. A proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Hey, this is Mike from the Midnight Jury. When you are done with this show, join my co-host Cal and I every week as we travel back to the last old school generation of the 80s and 90s to review the best and worst in pop culture, horror, and music on WLWstudios.com or the Midnight Jury feeds on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Player FM. Go back in time when it was all about VHS, arcades, and hanging out at the mall. And remember that every second Saturday of the month, we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RantEMRadio.com, which includes taking your calls. Once again, that's the Midnight Jury, where the 80s and 90s return from the dead on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and our home, WLWstudios.com. We'll see you there. Horns up. This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer, download the latest episode, and always remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Radioactive metal. It's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. It is. It's radioactive metal. We're back. Uh, we're going to take a minute to thank those that support us over at the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. If you, you can run on 
Well, I like the shining. I don't. I can't fuck it. Oh, you know what? You know what the problem is? This is the problem. I haven't had a tasty drink yet. Crackle. Oh, what's what's, beers. what's, what's, what's the matter with you? Because yeah, I had so much fucking like angst before the show, like in rage. I just was like, I settled myself down. Hold on. I thought I thought you had sadness. Sadness too. You're right, Kevin. Well, we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. If you enjoy the content we're giving you, we have good news for you. We are going to update our Patreon in 2021, and we're going to give you more value, more bang for your buck, as the young bucks like to say. Uh, We're going to give you extra content. We're going to uh, ramp up our w- boxes of wizardry. William Mercier Jr. forgot that he upped his Patreon thing uh, and then got a box and was like, I didn't even know I won the contest this week. And I was like, you didn't, dude. That's your box of wizardry. <laughs> Dummy. Lives are going to be. <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. Upgrades are going to be. And William went, no. So go over- oh, my God. I want to cut. No, you didn't. Go over to patreon.com forward slash wizards podcast for as little as all right, come on, we're all over each other. Come on, as little as one dollar a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, the Queen of the Shining Wizards, Miss Kathy Hummer, the King, Mr. Manny Crazzo over there in Austria, uh, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP, uh, Ryan Arthur over at elementary.com, elementary brewery here in Hackensack, New Jersey. Uh, check them out if you're looking for some local brew. Support your local shops, people. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Brett Simonello. What do you hear? What are you saying? Uh, Kate the Great Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com. Uh, she's got a podcast with Kevin Gill. What's good? Pro Wrestling. Check it out. It's available on all your podcast platforms. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the K. G. G. Uh, Maddie Mellinger. Uh, Christine Friesendorf, the other half of the Sign Girls. Uh, Mark Parloni, happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Kenny Hawsey, Mr. Scotch Drinks More himself. Uh, Jay Cop, the big cop of pump over there at the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Yes. He, are, he got his package. I, know, I think I talked about this last week, but he finally got the package he thought was lost. So Ooh, that's he got a good his package, sign. huh? Yes. Uh, Michael Hammond. I love the big package. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman, makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Matthew Birch, TJ Vegas, and of course, Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Did you guys catch the uh, the the ten matches of Will and Mercy that I sent you guys after the show last week? I did not watch it. It's something yeah, I'm going to watch though, um, just because I have to. You know what's not? You know what's not in my hands, Tony Z. What's not in your hands, brother? Harry balls, brother. Fuck yeah! All right, two twenty twenty sucked. It's a new year, new balls with our sponsored Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision engineering tools for your family jewels and helping 2 million men over the world get rid of hairy balls. My brother got me that right there. He got me the crop cleanser. This is fucking amazing, by the way. You could use it for body wash and shampoo. You fucking smell like a million bucks. And he got me the crop mops, uh, three packages for my balls, and he used the code word wizards at checkout. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Jesse. 
Yeah, so between my brother and my wife, I have like this whole new uh, man thing I got going on. I got a lot of dry skin under my beard, so I did a little taking care of that shit too. Weed Whacker, you hear this? You barely hear it. Quiet technology, folks. 9,000 RPMs gets all them shits out of your ears, your nose, your asshole, everywhere. Everywhere. And you're going to come out of the quarantine with clean balls thanks to the lawnmower 3.0. That's right, people. Hopefully this goddamn quarantine's almost over. And when it's over, you're going at your good. Look, you've been cooped up for a You've been jerking off a lot. You've been going on you porn a lot. Redbox, whatever. Weird 4chan. You've been inside beating that shit like it owes you money okay you're gonna get some blue chew you're gonna manscape your balls and you're gonna go out there and you're gonna crush crush and you know why rusev crush because you have clean balls balls and you're manscaped from head to toe you got the weed whacker you clean your nose hairs you clean the ear hairs you got the lawnmower 3.0 you clean your balls you clean near your butthole it says your butthole but i'm not putting anything sharp near my butthole because i'm i'm half i'm half a helmet head so i'll probably fuck my anus up um (laughs) you got the crop reviver you got the foot duster literally manscaped gives you everything to set yourself up Right, January, February, it's going to be dreary. It's going to be cold, right? But guess what? Spring's around the corner, and spring has sprung. Boom! Right in your pantalones, buddy. Some chef, freshly shaven. Chef? Yeah. Chef Boyardee in your crotchal area, baby. And what is a chef going to prepare for you today? (laughs) Chef recommends? (laughs) Tube steak smothered in underwear with a side of Fremonda cheese. Look, you're going to go out there, you're going to crush. Your balls are going to be great. You're going to wear the fucking shorts with no underwear. The girls are just going to see like a, like, what is that? You'd be like, it's a piece of gum. You want to touch it? They're going to grab your silky, smooth balls. You'd be like, manscaped.com, baby. And then it's on. In the park, on a bench, in your car. You'd be smashing everywhere. The corner of the couch. It's going to be Like on bench? The corner of the couch. Yeah. You know, like. Leg on bench. Remember leg on bench? Of course, leg on bench. Of course. It'd be some Silk Stockings-esque manscaped activity. If you ever wanted to walk around like Matt Riddle without the infidelity, manscaped.com. That's it. That's right. That's right. It's a good one. Go over to manscaped.com. Use the code word wizards. You save 20% at checkout and you get free shipping. You're going to get the the travel bag. You take your ball, literally take your ball bag anywhere. I can't wait for when this world opens up again and I can travel again for, for wrestling and have some hotel stays and manscape. Oh, baby. Oh, and those, man. uh, you'd be, that? Off the rat, you'd be beating off the rats every five minutes, dude. That's right. Yeah. I'm a big rat beater. Kevin's going to be banging strange <laughs> on the ironing board at the fucking hotels. <laughs> I listen, I bring my own iron to the hotels. Ooh, flatten that shit out. I don't trust them. I don't trust the hotel irons. Get out of here. You. So uh, manscaped.com, use the code wizards to check out. Start 2021 off proper with some clean balls. Clean balls. And, of course, here on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, we're going to start off proper next Monday night. Brody King, who should be the Ring of Honor World Champion, but Roosh and Dragon Lee and their old fucking nasty father got involved and fucked everything up. He's going to be on the show. We're going to talk about God's hate and wrestling, and we're going to have a good old time with Brody Lee. So he joins us next week on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Don't miss out. It's on the rant, rantiumradio.com, and Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. What are you saying two for? Well, in two weeks, our favorite Finnish wrestler returns for his birthday spectacular. 
God. We've had this guy on three times in a month and a half. <laughs> He's incredible. Don't get me wrong. We got, a little, we got a little bean boozle action going on in two weeks as well. Kevin, will you be partaking in the bean boozle action? Uh, no. Oh, Tony, boo. we need we need an MC. Yeah, I'll be the MC. And Kevin's going to be the MC. Yeah, we got we we'll we'll do it off air, but we got to figure out some rules if we're going to play the game differently, or you know what we're going to come up with, because otherwise it's just three slobs eating jelly beans well, that every, taste like. Look, everyone's got. We'll talk about it off the air, all right. Yeah, and I'll, I still want to dive into that idea, like if he has wrestling friends and they can call in, you know, like a proper birthday, Miko's yeah, birthday, all party out of it. Why not? I say why not too. I'm all for it. God, what a what a great gift. You know what our gift was, the maestro. Dude, I'm telling you, the greatest things happened out of the blue. He he started following me on Twitter. I said, this guy looks like he's got some shit going on. Let me reach out to him. You want to join? Yeah, man. I'm in. The greatest, awesome. the greatest gift we got was that guy. Miko Maestro. The greatest thing of 2020, Kevin? Oh, easily. Easily. Top five. Yeah, top five. <laughs> God, what a great guy. God damn. Woo. God damn. Woo. Matt, where do you want to take this train next? What's the next stop? Well, I, I think it's only fair. Uh, just a quick uh, touch on Brody Lee and, and his career. He was um, big here in Jersey, uh, Jersey All-Pro heavyweight champion, state champion. He was a tag team champion with Necro Butcher. Uh, he worked in, um, the, obviously, the WWE was a tag team champion, intercontinental champion, uh SmackDown Tag Team Champion, NXT Tag Champion with uh, Eric Rowan. Uh, he got Match of the Year from the Wrestling Observer in 2014 in Team Cena versus the Team Authority Survivor Series match. Uh, he worked at Ring of Honor, Shikara, Dragon Gate USA. All that stuff is uh, available on YouTube or on the network. Uh, there's an yeah. awesome like documentary on uh, the network with him talking about his family, which is uh, very powerful and very emotional, but uh, it's out there. Um, it sucks that, you know, his passing, uh, brings to light just how amazing he was in the ring and out of the ring. Um, you know, but it's in the age of social media, I feel like we've gotten that prior to his passing because a lot of people, like you go on Instagram, you go to like all these different professional wrestlers accounts and. And I guarantee you, you won't find one that doesn't have at least a picture with them and and Brody Lee in it. So that that uh, that just speaks volumes because he's such a he he was such a good person to be around, such a jokester, such a uh, a genuinely nice person uh, from from all accounts. That and one thing I can take away from like from his wrestling career in terms of like WWE is that every time this guy came back as a surprise or as, or something or whatever, the place erupted every time. Like you didn't see him for a little while. And then all of a sudden he came back, whether it was with the bludgeon brothers, whether it was to assist Bray Wyatt or whether it was to, to turn this way or that way, everything that he did in a big moment got a reaction. And so it's a shame that he didn't get, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. It's a shame that he didn't get, don't get me wrong, he had a great run in WWE, but it's a shame that he didn't get what a lot of people thought that he could have gotten. And by a lot of people, I mean the entire the entire wrestling world. Because like I said, every time he came back, I think it was like 
God, what was it? Uh, what are the uh, what are the October pay per views? And maybe like 2016 or something like that. He shows up, and the crowd just goes absolutely bonkers. He can come up to sh- to, to help Eric Rowan in the middle of like a singles run that you know people don't necessarily understand why it's happening. But he but Luke Harper shows up, and all of a sudden, it's immediately better. Any program that he was involved in in WWE and, and in AEW. And if you, I, I can't speak so much for the, for the Indies and, and all that stuff, but anything that he came back to and got involved in, in, in national E televised professional wrestling, he made better. And that's undeniable. If you're going to watch anything from the WWE catalog, I highly recommend finding something where it's the Wyatt family against the shield. Those matches were fucking phenomenal. And me personally, I was a huge fan of the Bludgeon Brothers as a tag team. I thought it was great. I thought the fucking way they were dominating everybody was awesome. It was cut way too short, in my opinion. But I think Eric Rowan wound up getting hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was like a it was like a carousel of someone got hurt and someone else got hurt, and then this and that. But they but they always seem they always seem to find each other. Yes. So like but that's like that's the good shit right there, though. If yeah. you find any of that stuff, like just like if you want to look at anything. Check those two those two versions of uh, of those guys out. And Tony, you want to you want to throw like an old school like tag team type reference to like even guys that have been split up for a long time that either find each other in a feud or in like like you go back to like like Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty split up in what like 1991, 92, something like that. What was the barbershop thing? Yeah, I was thinking it was 91. So I I watched like. Royal Rumbles from like '94, like to '96, like they're in, if they're in a Royal Rumble match, the first person they're going after is each other. Tito Santana, Rick Martel, like Virgil, Ted DiBiase, they're always linked no matter how far away they are. The and that's what Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, maybe not beating the crap out of each other like the other two, the other examples were. What's that? The toes, Virgil. The toes. But they're they're always linked, and Bray and and Braun and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan will be linked forever in in the WWE bubble, and it, it didn't matter how long they've been apart. The second they come back, you got it. Like for Christ's sake, Marty Jannetty came back in what? God, two thousand, who knows whatever. And for Shawn Michaels' run with like Kurt Angle and his run with Ken Anderson, what what's the first go to? Marty Jannetty. I guarantee you, if Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's going to be the biggest star out of that group. Let's be honest; he'll be forever Braun. And if Luke Harper ever wanted to come back, and if they ever did, like a Wyatt reunion in like God, ten years, you don't think people would have remembered that? And people would have like Undertaker and Kane, same thing. You're forever linked with that group, and that's something that you can't say other than maybe like on a handful of. Uh, things that you're you're forever enshrined in that, which is why I hope that WWE. I haven't watched it. I don't know if any of you guys have Raw on the TV. I hope they do more than a graphic and a short video. I hope they have people talk about them. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Maybe they'll do a little bit more than they would, considering he does work. He did work for another company, but he was so universally loved by everyone that. They should do something very special for him if they haven't done it already. I don't know. I don't know if they have or not. Yeah, I don't know either. So. But I think, uh, I don't know. I think in a situation like this, 
you need to put all that WWE versus AEW bullshit aside and and let these guys uh, right sh- share. You know, go. Yeah. You know, you're hoping one of these. You know, Biggie's been super. Uh, you know, putting stuff out on Twitter all day of his memories and and uh, you know, you just hope someone goes to Vince and Vince says, you know, you can use our show as a platform to to say your piece. Yes, Tony. They open Raw tonight with just an image of him, and it says, in memory, of, in memory of John Huber, and then quotes Luke Harper, 1979-2020. I think that's all they did. Well, yeah, what they what they usually, they'll probably, they, they'll have to well, do. that's the opening. I don't know if they're doing anything yeah, else to bring the show. They might do, like, a video package. And if they don't. They don't, they don't. You know, there's stuff on yeah. the, the network. And I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to shit on them for not. If they, they acknowledged don't. it. I mean, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, they did something. Um, just to kind of put a bow on the, the Brody Lee, Luke Harper stuff. Um, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. Um, you know, it's a tough time for everybody. 2020 sucked as a whole and, and this doesn't make anything better. So, um, you know, this is, we're a wrestling community. If you're listening to this, thank you. Um, you know, we're all in the same boat. We all feel sad. We'll all beat up about this. Reach out to us in the discord, uh, reach out to us on Twitter, um, if you're friends with us on social media and you just want to talk, just reach out to us. You know, we're we're all in this together. And, so, and I, I know people are sick of hearing me talk about them, but like Brian and like everyone, like Myers, Cardona, John Silver, Alex Matt, like they're all sick. Like they're all sick about it. Like everyone's sick about. It. Like it's so like it's so. Like, I, I, the only reason I bring them up is because it's the only thing I know firsthand. Like they put they had a lot of events like scheduled like uh, social media events that they they're like we're not doing it. We're gonna wait. We're gonna devote a whole episode to this podcast for them, for for him, and so it just again, and it just speaks volumes for what he did. And again, I like it at the Shad Gaspard, like Shad was the same way. So and, sorry, uh, Tony. Am I boring you? <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> is so- I, did an interview. I didn't say one word to him. The, mo- the moment I bring up like a writer or, or Hawkins saying Tony just goes back and yawns like, oh, this fucking Mark. That's how much my ass hurts from sitting up in this easy chair for three hours. It, it's I mean, I'm not at a desk. I'm at these little fucking brown tables in my basement. All right. Before you two go to war, I just want to shout out a couple of people. Mick Foley, CM Punk uh, have said everything that they sell on Pro Wrestling Tees, they're going to donate to John's family, John Huber's family. Uh, and then EC3. Um, has a T-shirt up on his website, and all the proceeds are going to John's family. And if you go over to EC3's, EC3's Twitter at the real EC3, uh, there's a link there, and you can order the shirt. So, if you're looking to support, um, you know, buy some T-shirts. Use your Christmas money. Use your fucking pro wrestling tea gift cards. That's right. Use your Sunoco gift cards at prowrestlingtees.com. Hey, listen, we could do the same, but they'd probably lose money. Um, all right, let's stay in the AEW uh, world. Fart in um, church, that joke went over. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta go. We just gotta go through it. Sometimes, gotcha. you know, gotcha. it's fart quake. <laughs> 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 um, a couple things. If you didn't watch AEW Dark last week, I think the big takeaway was Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels have agreed if they lose one more match, they will split up as a team. Tony, you do not like that. No, I mean, it's been going in that direction. I just hate to see a team like SCU kind of go Splitsville. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but Christopher Daniels can't fucking wrestle forever, bro. All right. See, all right. I'm glad you said <laughs> that. Neither can Frankie Kazarian. I mean, let's be honest. Frankie's a little younger than Dan. Christopher Daniels is over 50, is he? I think. Is he? Did you go fuck yourself today? <laughs> so, like, we know, you know how we always say, like, that like, the tag team division is super, like, flooded. The roster's, like, not flooded, but, like, super big. And, and so, like, now, like, you're taking a tag team and you're putting them back in the singles in the roster that's already pretty massive. I'm glad that Matt said, well, Christopher Daniels can't wrestle forever. So, if that means that it's just Kazarian and maybe Daniels maybe wrestles on dark or something like that. Bro, he's 50 years old. I know he's been transitioning to a back. Jericho's in his fucking 70s, isn't he? <sighs> no, Jericho is not fucking 70, you fucking asshole. All right? Christopher Daniels. Yeah, you can't put- compare Christopher. No, no disrespect to Christopher Daniels. He's incredible, but Daniels is no Jericho. No, and Christopher Daniels put his body. I think Daniels put his body through a lot more than Jericho did. I think as Jericho progressed in the wwe i don't think he had to take as many chances and i think okay that's fair i think he wrestled smarter not harder daniels on the other hand was you know performing in front of ring of honor crowds and tna where you like exhibition match he killed it and that's why he stuck out yeah you know you're not you can't get in the ring with samoa joe and tna and go 50 percent you know and then jericho and the big show are in fucking tag team matches where they're both fucking (laughs) not doing anything (laughs) So that's that's there. Uh, Trent Beretta, he has a partially torn pec, and he'll be out for months. So I don't know what this has to – I don't know the effect this will have on the Kip uh, and Penelope wedding or that feud. Tony seems like he's so upset about that. Tony, tell us. Not so much. He's, like, corpsing over there. Uh, Did you watch uh, Dynamite last week after the uh, basketball game. I know Tony was enamored with the NBA fans who saw Chris Jericho afterwards and made fun of him uh, relentlessly on Twitter. Made fun of him? Tore him 17 new assholes. Fucking what happened to Greg Valentine? It looks like fucking Brett Michaels. <laughs> fucking Nikki Six got old. Alright. was fat so, as fuck. What so happened here, to his hair? Here's what I say to those fans. Stop beating. Those, those first time checking fans. What is this fake wrestling shit? No, Jericho wrestling lol. Do, do some research before you make your jokes. All those jokes have been made. Every single one of them has been made. So shut up. Watch the product because he's still great. Just shut the. Just shut up. Shut up. These are these are people that probably don't watch the product. They don't care. That you know. Don't make a joke if it if if. If you haven't done your research, and if if you find a joke that it's so blatantly obvious, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, it's been done before. So you ain't you ain't no rock star, you ain't no Twitter master, you ain't no oh my god, this is gonna be so funny. I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this because you know what? It's been done before. You stupid idiots. Kevin saying people shouldn't have an opinion. I like it. No, no, no. Don't fucking no, get- no, no. You have an opinion. Don't make a meme or a, or a gif about it that's been done a million times. Kevin, do I'm, your research. I'm on wait, your wait, side, wait. Kevin. Don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. No, wait, wait, wait. Because Tony, I know Tony loves shitting on fucking people, especially Jericho. <laughs> you wish, you wish 20 years ago when you were 50, you looked like Jericho, Tony. All right. What? Yeah, we know you're a fucking thousand years old. Secondly, these fucking losers on fucking Twitter, you got 17 followers and you're out there fucking. Shut the fuck up. There's no pit. You're. Your fucking whatever picture is next to you. It's not a picture of you. Shut the fuck up, you fucking jerk offs. 
I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about anyone that has any sense of credibility that they think that they have. They don't, but they, here's the problem, Kevin. Those people, none of them, they have no credibility. That's, That's the right. problem. But then this dickhead over here, he loves fucking trolling them all day. Oh, got, me? Oh, look at, look at the Chris Jericho jokes. Oh, no, 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 no. I like to make fun of Chris Jericho. His, this his fucking idol look like he fucking got wet and rolled around on the barbershop floor fucking bruno san martino but he's okay with him being a fucking hairy wookie at a thousand years old but jericho's fucking he's a little got a little extra something something around the belly and you're gonna fucking jump on the bandwagon i listen i'm just i just pointed it out in the discord i didn't i didn't jump on the bandwagon as you see this is why this is why i'm not in the discord tony it's you it's It's you kevin you could just ignore tony it's you, Tony. Or stir the pot. I, sometimes I like to do both. So this is all my fault that like thousands of people were making fun of Jericho because they saw him on TV? No. no I, just, I didn't even see what anyone said about him. I just well, That's saw- what I was bringing up. That This is what people were posting about him. Apparently he appeared during the basketball game. Yeah, but don't act like you've never said Jericho looks like shit. Oh, no, 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 no. I never said I didn't say that. Okay. I've called him a load. I said he got fat. I mean, I've said I've said these things, not in such creative ways, mind you, but this guy's still, unbelievable. Who me? All these, all these yes, keyboard you. monsters, all these, all these keyboard warriors. God, play that drop, Tony. Play that nope. drop. Nope. Play it. Play nope. my disgusted drop because that's how, that's how disgusted nope. I am with the world nope. right now. No, no, no. It's nope. freaking nope. Christmas. It's New Year's, and I'm disgusted with people because they're making fun of. A, a guy who could do things at his age that they cannot do ever in their life. I don't know how ever they- in their life. And not only that, they they, and even that, they can't even come up with something clever. They use a recycled gif, a recycled meme, a recycled image that somebody else used five years ago when Jericho was probably even better shape and they're still mad about it. Forget all of you. I'm done with you. I'm sick of it. You're all freaking losers. Every single one of you. Come up with something clever. If you want to make fun of somebody, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. If you want to make fun of somebody, if you want to make a joke about something, that's fine. But come up with something clever for once in your pathetic life. This goes for all of you. Not just wrestling fans. Comedians, all of you, your hacks, your jokes, your idiots, your donkeys. For every single thing I see you post, I want to scream my freaking lungs out because it's been done. All right? It's Shut been done. the fuck up. Kevin, Kevin, do you okay? It's been done. All right. All right. Listen, maybe I, listen, maybe I'm just getting older and maybe the younger people are seeing this for the first time. So maybe they think it's new Do some freaking research. Tony, had it. I'm not going to lie, Tony. I like this fire and Kevin. The two is do some research. Yeah, we're fired up, buddy. All you got to do is type in somebody's name in the little bar when you type in gift. All you got to do is type in Chris Jericho when something comes up and you use it anyway. Um, I'm curious, what kind of research do you want them to do if they saw a picture of Jericho and formed an opinion on his appearance? All right, all right, you want to want to nitpick in terms? You want to nitpick research? Come up with a funnier joke. Come up with something that hasn't been done before. It's been done. It's all been done. Jericho's been 50 for the last 12 years. All right? Just get over get over it. He is what he is, and he's in better shape than all of you will ever be. I don't know if I go that far, but okay, I get your point. 
He's not done. Are you done? I'm, oh, done. No, he's, I'm done. Oh, he's I'm done. done. No, because I think done. Tony's gonna poke the bear as we get into uh, run through no, no, in no. here. You, you want me to? You want me to poke? You want me I, to? Prop? No, I would prefer if you didn't. But I know no, you're. Done. That's your nature. You're a shit. Is that too much? That I. No, no, you're good, Kev. You're good. Kev, you're good. You're Your good, skin man. didn't even change color. I'm kind of glad. I no, it wasn't. Not totally. That wasn't at you, man. I understand it wasn't at me, but I thought you getting fired up. I thought maybe your face was going to be as red as your hat, dude. You were like all in on that one. Wow. I think I blacked out. He, <laughs> he defends Chris Jericho so earnestly. I wonder if it was Brian Myers getting shit talked. He'd probably have a fucking stage five meltdown. It had nothing to do with Jericho. It was just the unoriginal... The honor, so you're the, mad at just you're mad at just the jokes. Like I'm you, mad at yeah, basically yeah. It's like it's like that Seinfeld or like the dentist converted to Judaism just for the jokes. Like he, like they didn't defend Jerry as a com- like as a as a Jew. It defended him as a comedian. It's just, it's the same thing. Come up with something new. Thank you, Mr. Seinfeld. <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, anything else from a? Uh, we have so much to talk about. We're an, already an hour and forty minutes into this uh, episode. Anything from Dynamite you want to talk about? The Young Bucks took on the acclaimed for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I thought it was a can phenomenal we, match. Can we talk about how great that their stuff has been on on social media lately? Uh, the, the acclaimed. acclaimed. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. The the, the buckshot. The, the everything that they've done. Like they're like shilling like the QVC, like the Young Bucks book. Absolutely incredible! Absolutely incredible. They're, the rap video from Max Caster, ah, oh, that was gold. Good stuff. Gold, Jerry. Gold. Absolute gold. Uh, Sting made an appearance on AEW. All right, that's it. Uh, what was that? I don't know. All right, Kevin froze. What were you saying? I said Sting made an appearance on AEW Dynamite. Yes, he did. Uh, and it looks like this is, I don't know, some kind of Darby Cody thing. Uh, going forward with with them and Team Taz, maybe Taz keeps interrupting Stinger, so we'll see where that goes. Well, um, uh, Darby's got to defend against Brian Cage in two weeks now. Maybe it'll be whatever the sixth is, the thirteenth. Yes, the second night of Christmas Chaos, whatever they're calling it, or New Year's. Day yes, Sodom, whatever they're calling it. Uh, they're calling it uh, Holiday Bash. There you go, Holiday Bash. So Tony Schiavone's still wearing the mom jeans, by the way. Fuck Tony Schiavone. Still wearing Whoa. the mom jeans. Whoa. Whoa. Kevin just said, fuck Tony Schiavone. No, I said I love I said I love Tony Schiavone. Wow, your fucking voice and your ears need a cleaning. Jesus. No, my internet's been really bad tonight. Oh, so bad. that's I heard it. But that's my internet's been really, really bad tonight. So that's probably why it has something to do with it. All right, what else happened on AEW? I want to know if there was anything else I was pissed off at. Um, oh, Sheeta and Abaddon? I, I'm starting not to fucking care, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just starting not to care. No? Don't care again, Tony. I don't, I don't care. care. Really don't. So who don't you care about? Do you not care who about did Abaddon? Sheeta wrestle? Who did Sheeta wrestle? Uh... Yeah, exactly. I just, I didn't, I didn't fucking care. Whatever. Um, uh, I didn't realize getting beat up in the locker room was not breaking news anymore. Who oh, fucking knew? Jesus Christ. That's... It's not Jesus Christ, dude. Somebody gets attacked in the back. It's fucking breaking news no matter who it is, no matter when it happens. You, But you got the, the visual. You saw him going into the ambulance. You saw You figured he got beat up. What did you think happened? They were all in the ring. Who beat him up? Yeah, which means it happened before that. So one of those jack-offs fucking beat him up, and they fucking left him for dead for 20 minutes, and not one cameraman back there. They film everything else. 
It's but wrestling, you- dude. Somebody gets attacked in the back. It's breaking news. Not always. It's always, dude. Always, 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 ever, 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 ever. No. Otherwise, what's the point of it happening? What, what's the point? You saw what happened. He got put in an ambulance. You, you put- saw the results after. he, Dude, he was 10 seconds from leaving the building. What are you, fucking five years old? You need a paint by number? He's getting put in an ambulance. What? Something I, happened to him. Let me ask him. you this. Let me ask you this, my stuttering friend. When have you ever seen EMTs so incom- like so fucking quick like that that they're able to get somebody in an ambulance so fast that they don't have time to catch up to it in the back with the cameras well they're not i mean they're, they're not all phil Rea, tony listen man if i would hire a big dog for everything <laughs> fucking fuckers would be at the hospital in 20 seconds kevin good point i wouldn't hire them to book guests on my show well, i wouldn't hire them to make my fucking hot dogs either oh god he might accidentally give you a finger what are you gonna do then uh, i might get a smile on my face jeffrey dahmer jeffrey do? dahmer style look First of all, don't don't try and sell the EMT. The fucking EMT shit's the worst. All right, who cares? Let's move on. Come on, we got other shit to get to. You're what all fired up about it, you you fucking dick snot. All right, come on. Well, you guys don't care, so whatever. All right, Let's Jerry, we don't care because you're going Jim Cornette on us with the nonsense. You don't need to see the addition. You saw the the final product. He's getting put in ambulance. He got beat up. You don't need to see him get beat up in the back. Yeah, but we needed to see Jade Cargo beat somebody up a couple of weeks ago, right? That's the that's Cargo. the story they're telling there. I don't know what to tell you. Did we need to see it? Maybe not. Does it further whatever's going on with them? Sure. Oh, she's pissed. She wants competition. She's blaming Brandy. She said she got pregnant because she's scared. Hey, what are you going to do? It happens. What are you going to do? Who does Jade Cargo face now? I don't know. Can she wrestle? I've never even heard of her before she showed up in the ring that night. I don't know. She might still be training. Hey, Kev, how's this for an old joke? I've never seen her wrestle, but I've seen her box. <laughs> All right, see, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you just write that, Tony? That's oh, a- it's been around for a hundred years. <laughs> of course, I know. So has Tony, apparently. This fucking archaic ways. <laughs> Sorry, my lord. <laughs> no problem, my lady. That was no cargo. That was a snail carrier. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jericho and MJF <laughs> defeated top flight, but I think the big story from that was uh, Jake Hager calling out Wardlow and challenging him. Good! He oh. should! That big bastard's always staring at him. Why wouldn't he call him out? He dropped some curse word, that, that Hager. A lot of cursing on this Oh, uh, here we go. Tony doesn't like fucking curse words. Jesus Christ. I don't like curse words either, but I don't mind it on AEW. Wow, Matt's, a, Matt's annoyed. Matt's going to rant on us now. No, I'm not. We fucking curse all the time. I try, I try not to. All right. Well, that's your own thing. You guys, right. you guys don't understand the difference between our radio show and a national fucking wrestling show on, on primetime television. But go ahead. Continue. It's fucking 2020, Tony. That's yeah. all right. Go ahead. Continue. Well, you can, see, think, you, can see you? A, you can see a pro wrestler curse trying to amp up a fight. You could put on SVU and watch a fucking four-year-old who just got raped and dumped in a, dumped in a fucking gutter. What do you, and what, what do you was the big, see? what was the big, what, the South Park where they like counted down the times they said the, the S word. That's at 10 p.m. on, on, a, on a, outside. Well, of guess what? Fucking Dynamite was on at fucking 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Jack yeah, wagon. Totally. Exactly. Jerk yourself off, you fucking hand job. All right. See, so you now that they didn't say that on South Park. What jerk yourself off your fucking hand job? That's right. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been said in one of their episodes. <laughs> I'm pretty. You're probably right, Tony. Probably. <laughs> probably at some point. Uh, oh, Jurassic Express beat uh, the Dark Order. 
Pac beat uh, the Butcher. Stop me if there's anything you want to talk about. Tony already talked about Jade, Jade Cargill. No. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to break the internet right now because oh. I, I know there's fans of Eddie Kingston in the Discord and on the chat and all this other nonsense. And everywhere? Eddie Kingston all of a sudden is afraid of Lance Archer. All of a sudden, he's backing off, hiding behind Tony Schiavone. He's a bad guy. He's a heel. Yeah, but he's supposed to be a badass, and he talks so much shit, and now he's running? That's the point. Dimensions, Tony. Dimensions to the character. Eddie Kingston turned on me at that moment. Oh, good. Wait, 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 wait. That usually means that you like him. No, he turned on me. I, nope, we're on the outs. We're breaking up. So you liked him, but right, then he so turned, you on turned on you, and on... now you don't like him. I, I, oh, don't, okay. I, don't think that, I don't think that twist fits his character. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. All right, fair enough. I don't, and I, don't like to, I don't like him talking shit to Tony Schiavone either. That ain't cool. You might have some things to answer to, Tony. Hold on. You just made fun of Tony Schiavone for wearing mom jeans, and now you have a problem with Eddie Kingston talking shit to Tony Schiavone? Yeah. You're either pro Tony Schiavone or you're against him. No, no, if you no, no, no. like Tony Schiavone, accept the fact that he's wearing there, mom get jeans. Him, yes. And, get him. yes. Get him. What? You got it. You got it. And if you don't, then be mad at Eddie Kingston. But you can't complain about both. Why not? You just you just summed it up succinctly for me. What was that? My doorbell. Oh, maybe it's Amazon. Ooh, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's your Christmas presents. Kev, your Bean Boozles are here. Ah, Bean Boozles. Uh, Dustin Rhodes beat Evil Uno. Yeah, but they don't just... Uh, There was a Sean Spears interview. Uh, Maybe someone heard you yelling and screaming before. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sheeta defeated Alex Gracia. It's not Garcia, it's Gracia. Gracia. Uh, No Gracias. Uh, And then the Young Bucks beat the Acclaimed. Okay. Um, So that was AEW Dynamite. It was... uh, Fun show. I enjoyed it. I watched it live after a basketball game. And uh, there's that. There was no AEW Dynamite post show this week because it was late. And then. Uh, so tune in Wednesday for a seven hour edition. Well, yeah. Wednesday, we're. Well, the, the idea that I'll break down the fourth wall, as Tony likes to say, the fart quake. Um, we we're going to do a show this weekend, but nobody was really feeling it. Um, with the holidays and everything that happened with Brody Lee, and we just couldn't all get on the same page, and we didn't want to do like a two-hour, three-hour long show, talk about Dynamite Dark and all that other shit, and whatever. So we'll be back Wednesday night, though. Wednesday night delight, bitches. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the year is coming to an end, so WWE oh. does what they always do, and they put out their top ten best matches of the year. You stealing Kevin's gimmick now? No, no, it's no. It's, I, I did not expect us to touch on this tonight. Well, it's in my it's in my notes. There you okay. go. So we're touching on it. All right. So number ten, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly at Takeover Thirty One. Okay. Number nine, Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair from WrestleMania. Number eight, <laughs> uh, number eight, Walter against uh, uh, Dragunov, which I think should be higher. Didn't see it, so I can't uh, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre ambulance match from Clash of Champions. See, this is why I have a problem with it. Uh, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles from SmackDown, June 12th. Ah, it's my birthday. I love it. Should be number one. Uh, AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy ladder match, Clash of Champions. I heard Drew, that was good. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns from Survivor Series. Uh, that's number really? four. Really? 
number three, Edge versus Randy Orton Backlash. I believe that is the greatest wrestling match ever. That was a hell of a match. Uh, number two, Sasha Bailey, Hell in a Cell. Okay. And number, right. number one, Taker, AJ Styles, Boneyard match. You know what? I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I think Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly should be higher than number ten, but I didn't see the, the NXT UK match, so I can't comment. And I'm sure if you go back to to previous episodes, I'm pretty sure I have opinions on all the matches that, that we talked about. So I'm not gonna go crazy and saying that one should be higher. But I loved I just remember loving Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly. So I really feel like that should be higher than ten. But other than that, like we like we always say, like we steal from the you know from the like, who you taking at? I don't know. Can't comment. But not bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, sorry. I'm go ahead. Really okay with I'm okay with AJ Styles and the Undertaker being number one. Phenomenal match. Now, I'm okay if that with motherfucker Undertaker comes back for another match. I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna tell him, uh, uh-uh, uh, take that off of number one. I'm okay with the top five. I think I saw all five of them. What did you have a problem with? I would lo- I would move Walter and Dragunov up. That match is fine. And I don't know if it's because it's under the UK banner and maybe maybe it didn't. The fucking match is awesome, man. Like, I don't watch NXT UK. And when that after that match happened, people were talking about it. I had to go watch it. It's it lives up to the hype. Awesome. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that I've said on this show, like after watching an event, like at least four times, this could be match of the year. 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 And the fact that I don't, maybe Bailey and Sasha is is one of them, but I feel like the other ones that I've said aren't on this list. I don't know. See, this is just WWE. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember Dynamite from last week. I had to look it's it up. I can't remember weird. fucking shit from a year ago. Holy shit! I can remember it's, something from thirty years you. ago, but fucking you, last Matt. week I can't. That's the thing. When, we, when Welcome when, to my life, Matt. When we were kids, we fucking remembered so much about wrestling, and now it's just kind of like everything is just happening so fast. So, so uh, a conversation in the Discord. Biggie won the Intercontinental Championship from Sami Zayn on Christmas SmackDown. Someone that should like, not be under understated. That's a great one. And someone was like, "Does this bring the IC title back to? Will this elevate the IC title back to?" And it's, I, I don't know. I think. Well, well, here's the thing that the IC title has so many ebbs and flows that it's it's so hard to tell what what it was before everyone says it was brought back. Sami Zayn was a great IC champion. He was a bad guy, but he was an IC champion. And I, I feel like a lot of this vitriol, like feedback of the IC title and how it's been used, is because they changed the belt. I'm going to ask a question. I'm not trying to be a dick. What made Sami Zayn a great IC champion, though? He was a because he he was a great bad guy that had a belt. That's what happens. He was a cowardly champion. He he had a great role. He was featured prominently on TV. He uh he fought. Um and he was a, he was a cowardly champ and he had a character. That helps belts, man. If you're a good, solid like character, that helps the belt. I'm not, I'm not saying it was great. I'm not saying it was. No, like, I'm only asking because I'm not watching. Yeah, yeah. WWE, I think I know? think Sami Zayn did the belt justice. I just think I, mean, I think Shinsuke Nakamura did the belt justice. I think, um, Braun, even Braun Strowman, for, like for like for lack. Of, I mean, it, I, I I agree with people that said that. I feel like they they just put the belt on people just to put the belt on people, whereas like. 
when Cody Rhodes first came back and brought back that original, uh, we've talked about it at nauseum in the past, that, that original design, I think that's when it really came back. And I think The Miz helped it. I think Dolph Ziggler helped it. But I think this, with and, and, and Big E, I just think it was the moment. And I think you you almost felt like it was a world title win when Big E won it. Because everyone like poured in with with accolades and it's like it felt it felt like a bigger moment than it probably was but it, it felt like a big moment well they've also and biggie has been now if biggie won the world title well i mean that's that's clearly in the future because you know everything that's been going on with this talking smack with paul Heyman building up biggie you know i think that's i think that's gone a long way into helping this moment seem important as well Right, but because we also have to remember, Big one, once the once the New Day split, Biggie wasn't on TV for like a month, so it's like kind of like it's kind of out of nowhere, but like in the last few weeks, like kind of not. So it's kind of like I don't even know how to explain it, but it felt like a great moment. I think, um, and I think I've said this before, so I apologize if if this is me repeating myself, but I really. SmackDown is like a completely different brand and the stuff to Tony's point, and I wanted to talk about it a couple weeks ago because someone shared it in the Discord, but I think we just had too much on our plate. The stuff with Big E and Paul Heyman on the Talking Smack is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I've not seen it. And if Paul Heyman has pulled Big E under the umbrella and this is going to lead excuse me, to Big E Roman Reigns feud, like I'm in, you got me, you piqued my interest. I want to yeah. check it out. You know the stuff with Kevin Owens is 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 good. It's you know that match they had last week at the pay per view was fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it from TLC, and um, the and the cage match too, I heard that was really good. I didn't see it. I didn't watch uh, any WWE this week, but it's just you know. And then you hear like what's going on, you know, Raw. Like you just scroll through fucking Twitter, and it's like, you know, when when people are like, what are you fucking doing? And then you flip it to SmackDown Fridays and people are raving. It's like, how is this under the same fucking umbrella? Why can't they just coexist and make like, and why it, wouldn't you make great TV? And it's so weird. I think, God, I don't think Paul Heyman writes anymore. He might like be on the writing for like what he's involved in. But like, other than that, like, I don't know who's in charge. Maybe Michael Hayes. Like, and I don't know if Michael Hayes is just in charge of SmackDown or if he has anything to do with Raw. Maybe Bruce Pritchard is in charge. I have no idea. So, I mean, it could be as simple as someone's in charge of one thing and someone's in charge of the other. But everything goes through, obviously, Vince McMahon, obviously. So, I mean, it could be a moot point. But uh, Staying in the WWE realm, I know we talked about Brody Lee tonight. Uh, apparently, Drew uh, McIntyre cut a promo at the beginning of Raw, and he said, it's Monday. You know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the yeah, yeah, yeah is a thing. They had uh, made a bunch of Brody Lee t-shirts for him that said yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirts. So, uh, shout out to, to Drew McIntyre for showing some love to Brody Lee. Um, they're going to release a shit ton of content on the WWE Network in January. A Pat Patterson documentary. Stone Cold's Broken Skull with Bailey. WWE Untold AJ Styles Royal Rumble debut. The best of the Attitude Era Royal Rumble matches. Uh, WWE Playback 2020 Royal Rumble matches. Uh, the Pat Patterson documentary. Uh, Bianca Belair Chronicle. Uh, the best of the WWE Royal matches of 2010. 
2010s, excuse oh. me. Yeah. Uh, Roundtable, the first women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, Charlotte, Natty, Nia Jax, and Mickey James. Uh, the day of the Royal Rumble from 2014, which is Batista's big in- in-ring return. Oh, the biggest disaster ever. And then uh, WWE icons, Yokozuna premieres at the end of January. So WWE Network pumping out some uh, fun content for us. Yeah, big, uh, big for guys. So this is like my favorite time. That whole Batista thing was when they fucking wound up shoehorning Daniel Bryan into everything, right? Correct. And then uh, uh, Batista, in the very next Raw goes, I understand, and I quit, and he fucking walked out. Remember Triple H was trying yeah. to talk sense to him, and he's like, I understand, and I quit, and that was it. Batista, peace out. See you later. That was fun. That was a fun little story. Yeah. It's no. funny what it's funny what crowd support will do, you know. What you're looking at, me but no, but he didn't quit. He, didn't he quit came back because he wrestled at WrestleMania. Yeah, he wrestled. Yeah, he didn't quit, but it was it was the moment. Yeah, he wrestled at WrestleMania, but yeah, it was the triple. But I mean, he's come out and he right. said like he's always questioned like why did you have me win the Rumble? You know, gotcha, dude. And it was two years in a row with him because remember when everyone thought that he was going to be in? I think it was 2015. And then, like, number 40 was, or number 30, maybe in the 40, no, it was number 30. And it was like Rey Mysterio and Philadelphia, and the crowd just crapped all over Mysterio. Or was that, was the, that the year Rumble. before that? Well, t- well, 2013 was Sheamus, I think. 2014 was Batista. 2015 was the 40 man Alberto Del Rio. That was not 2015. 2015 was then Roman Reigns. Uh, in Philadelphia, yes, I think it was Roman Reigns. Yeah, but and that was when The Rock came out and they fucking booed yeah. him the building too. And like one of them was like the, so maybe the Batista one is the same one that Rey Mysterio came out as the last entrant and they booed the crap out yeah, of him. Yeah, because they wanted it to be Daniel Bryan because he beat yeah. Bray Wyatt earlier in the night. Yeah, uh, and everybody thought that was where we were going. I think the forty man is like two thousand ten or two thousand nine. No, it's, like, it's two thousand eleven or twelve because that's when Alberto Del, Del Rio won, and they thought that like been two thousand eleven. If Edge came back after nine years of hiatus, because that was Edge's last match, that WrestleMania match. Now two thousand and eleven or two thousand and eleven. Let's see here. And yeah, two thousand twelve was Sheamus. Then that makes sense. Yeah, two thousand eleven was in Boston. The forty man gimmick. Yeah, that was Alberto Del Rio in 2012 with Sheamus. Yeah, and that WrestleMania was Edge's last match. Yes, yes, we watched that at your house, or I watched it at your house. Yes, Uh, an impact. um, Really quick, they did a they did a best of this week, but uh, they've announced it at uh, Hard to Kill. uh, Manic will defend against Rohit and Chris Bay. I like. Uh, the week of the Hard to Kill pay-per-view Axis will be airing this year's Bound for Glory on Tuesday night. Um, they will be airing an Impact 60, a show that put the spotlight on some of the most unforgettable matches and moments from across Impact's rich, rich history. On Thursday, they will feature This is Hard to Kill, and on the 15th, they will do a Badass Movie Night with the Good Brothers, and they will watch Kickboxer. So Axis is going all in on uh, on Hard to Kill that week of the pay-per-view. Uh, just moving over to New Japan really fast. Uh, Kenta was going to defend his United States briefcase against Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson fractured his uh, orbital bone, and yes. he is out. 
And in his place will be uh, the cozy lariat, Mr. Kojima. It's going to be a hell of a match. So Wrestle Kingdom is fully announced. Here is your cards, and we will pick these. Oh, yes. shit, do we pick these? We got to pick these this week. This is happening next week, January 4th and 5th. Yeah, so we can pick them next Monday, right? Or is it going to be already starting? When we're I'll have to pick thing? it over the weekend, probably. But Monday's the 3rd. No, Monday's the 4th. Is it? Yeah, I know. I booked the guest for the fourth, so. And Miko's the 11th, which is his birthday. Fuck yeah, you're right, dude. Holy shit, you got one. And that uh, guest is Ring of Honor's Brody King, everybody. Big right. time star, big time guest. All right, so January 4th, Naito, Abushi for both titles. Okada, Will Ospreay. Hiroshi Tanahashi against the great Okan. Kenta versus Kojima for the IWGP U.S. title contract briefcase. Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. against Gorillas of Destiny for the IWGP Tag Team titles. Hiromu Takahashi takes on El Fantasmo. The winner gets Taji Ishimori on night two. And there is the king of pro wrestling, Rando. What the fuck's Rando? Uh, There will be 22 entrants. I'm guessing it's a battle royal. And then the final four participants will move on to the next night to crown uh, the, the king of pro wrestling champion to kick off 2021. What about Yano? He's got to defend it? No, Yano, he's successful in his defense against Bad Luck Fale uh, this weekend uh, in the body slam or last corner pad match. So Yano is the 2020 king of pro wrestling champion. Now we will crown a new one in 2021. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, it's going to be an annual trophy. That's what it is. Yes. So you just got to you just got to give up the trophy? I don't know was, the logistics of this, Kevin. He is the champion for 2020. I mean, is I he, guess it's kind of like the king of the ring, right? Where you just won it one year and doesn't mean you necessarily have it for forever. Yeah, but even as a king of the ring, you weren't like you weren't defending it. It's probably more like the original incarnation of the IWGP championship when it was just a tournament every year before they made an actual belt. I don't like it. It's a yearly thing. So that's all happening on night one. Night two, the winner, the winner of Naito Ibushi. It doesn't matter. They're going to lose to Jay White. Whoa. Oh, don't be doing that. Uh, Jay White. Wow. Fuck you. How's that sound? Oh, hey, fuck this. How you like them? I got my my brand new King Switch T-shirt and I ain't wearing it till next week. Tony, he's actually he's actually got uh, his other shirt is actually a young earthquake and it's 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 fart fart blade. (laughs) Watch your mouth, Kevin. Tony, you call it. You've always called him a young earthquake. Right. It's just it's just awful. (laughs) What? Go. I'm sorry. Repeat that, Tony. Fart blade is awful. You know how many people have said that joke before, Kevin? <laughs> Fart blade? It's a it. callback from earlier, you dipshit. I got it. I got it. I you got it. I got it too, you fucking <laughs> fartquake. <laughs> you got to make a fart blade shirt. Uh, Taji Ishimori <laughs> faces the winner of Hiromu and ELP for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Sonata versus Evil. Shingo versus Jeff Cobb for the Never Openweight title. Desperado and Kanemura defend the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles against Master Wado and Taguchi. There's a four-way match for the uh, King of Pro Wrestling title. And the dark match features the ladies of stardom. stardom. Uh, and those two matches will pit uh, uh, Mayu Iwatani and... Tom Nakanano versus Julia and uh, Surya. And then uh, Saya 
Kamtani, Azumi, and Yutami yep. Hayashishata. That's yeah. right. Take on Makai, uh, Natsupoi, and mm-hmm. Hameki in a six-woman tag match. <laughs> I love the New York Hamekis. I want to uh, do a segment where I just read the roster of uh, of stardom. Matt, you could read the roster of like Ring of Honor and you'd still get it wrong. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, come on now, man! Fucking don't, don't. You got, you got to sell me, bro. Don't throw me under the bus. Put me over, Kevin. We just, we did. We spent the first forty-five minutes put, putting you under the bus. You stuttering, muttering. Rick. There it is. All good. Uh, <laughs> let's move into MLW, which I know uh, me and Tony. Kevin, did you watch any MLW? All of it. Let me tell you, Tony, the fucking Dirty Blondes, they should be taking those titles off the Von Erics. And I was oh, going to you. say the Dirty Blondes, but then I saw the fucking Los Parks, and he's fucking crying and bitching he's going to leave if they don't get the, the, the fucking translation's hysterical. The young, muscular L.A. Park and his kids, they yeah. want a shot or they're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's like fucking working out in a gym and he's doing like the fly. He's like laying down on the bench and then his kids walk up behind him and he's like, we are young. We are muscular, vascular. We want to wrestle. If we can't, we will leave. And then they're like cursing in Spanish, but they're bleeping it out in the fucking. Yep. It's good shit. It's good shit. I like the dirty blondes, though. No Robert Parker, but they're part of the stud stable. And they got uh, the Aria Blake. Aria Blake. Yes. That's the stud. That, that's uh, Robert Parker's woman. Oh, it's TJP's girl. No, it's Robert Parker's woman. Right, but shoot, it's TJP's like girlfriend. Pew, pew. Brother, don't tell Robert Parker to shoot. He will. All right. How amazing was the main event? It was good. It. it was long. Uh, yeah, sure, but I think that was by design. Uh, it was good. I hated the fucking finish. It came off a little slop slop, but I get what they were going for. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't throw me off. Let's put it that way. But you know what? It protects low key. And Tom Lawler didn't have to cheat to win. So, winner, winner. He fucking knocked him out with the kick and he just falls on him and low key can't kick out. Loki's been knocking motherfuckers out all year. It's just that this, this at this point in time, it caught up with him, and he had he paid the price for I it. I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Tom Lawler and his fucking Daisy Dukes and his fucking goons walking out of there with the Opera Cup. Love those Daisy Dukes. Oh my god, love them. Um. So yeah, I thought the main event was really good. It was uh, it was exactly what you thought it would be with uh, Tom Lawler and Loki. I was watching it, and Ree was playing uh, video games on her Switch, and she goes. Why does he talk like that about low key? I said that's his voice. He's like, no, his cadence. I'm like, that's just the way he is. Yeah. Yep. That's how that's he right. talks. She that was took like, that took me a while to understand too. She said, "You keep falling asleep to wrestling. I'm gonna get drunk and just do my own commentary because I've been putting wrestling on at night before I go to sleep." Why are you not letting her do this? I am not stopping her. I'm falling asleep. If she wants to start drinking at fucking two thirty in the morning, I'm not gonna stop her. God bless you. Just press the record button and close your eyes, bro. Um, so that was it from MLW. Really, the Dirty Blondes beat a couple jobbers. The main event, the Park Kids, they wanna, they wanna go after uh, the Von Erics if they don't get their tag shot. They're leaving. Hammerstone's pissed. He's gonna, he's gonna smoosh Mads Kruger. Uh, Selena's bringing Mil Muertes to Colossal Kings. 
Jordan Oliver got his singles match against Simon Gotch. Yeah, Kings of Coliseum. Kings of Coliseum. Yeah, and Myron Reed is good to go with Leo Rush. He said, "Bring it, motherfucker." Yes, of course he did. Right. I I just, I just love the way they're using Injustice right now. Those guys are getting some high-profile shit. Myron Reed looks fucking phenomenal. I don't know what he did over the pandemic, but he looks like he's been training like a motherfucker. He's awesome. Gonna be some good shit. Did they announce a did they announce a top ten? They did. Yeah, they did. Uh I don't know guess, if we... it was much of a change. I don't care. I don't I don't I don't know half of them anyway, so it's all right. No, no, you know them all, Kevin. You know them nope. all. I mean, it, if it varies from week Let's to week, see, you never know. Have it in here. Okay. People. Uh yeah, they, I have it all updated here. There was a couple people who've dropped. There's a couple people that have moved up. Yeah, but nobody knew. Well, Calvin, Calvin, knew. Calvin Tankman dropped to ten. Oh, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna guess. Never mind. Then. I think it's all the same people. It is all the same people. And Mads Kruger moved up to eight, didn't he, or something like Mads that? Mads Kruger's up to eight. Laredo Kid dropped two places to nine after his loss last week. Uh, ACH dropped two places to eight. Kruger went up three places to seven. Holiday was up two places to six. Myron Reed still five. L.A. Park remains at four. Loki and Tom Lawler switch places to three and two. So Loki's three. Tom Lawler's two. Hammerstone's still one. Your champion's still fat two. Yeah, same guys. Right. Same guys. Hey, same I don't guy. know. You just thought, I, thought I'd throw it out there. I never know. Um, so right now we got Oliver Gotch. We got the Von Erics against the Dirty Blondes. We got Tom Lawler won the cup. Uh, Hammerstone, Mads Kruger, Myron Reed, Leo Rush, all at Kings of Coliseum. Plus, Selena De La Renta will be uh, making a bombshell announcement at the show. I'm intrigued. And uh, she's she's producing an episode next week. She's the producer, or that, that's coming up in like two weeks. I think it's two. I think it's after Kings of Coliseum. Okay, yeah, because she's been talking about that too. Good for her. Is is the producer the word that they use for like general manager type thing? Yeah, kind she's of. She's like, but she's not yeah, but, really in charge, but she's like the booker for the day. It's I guess yeah, like the general manager for the show. Yeah, I thought that she. I thought that she had like real deal pull backstage anyway, though. I thought for a while, well, like she, in terms of in terms of writing and stuff like that. Unless that was unless unless they worked me completely. No, she's she's involved in that. She talked about that with us, but yeah. it's more like. Her throwing her weight around, I guess. Right. Okay. So the producer is the word that they use for person in charge on TV, then. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Like she's executive producing this particular episode, kind of like they would do on a sitcom. Like they'd have like a special guest produce the episode or direct or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm just going to shut my mouth because I don't know what I'm talking about. You're fine, T Donk. All right. I'm, I'm feeling fine, I guess. Last last news and, and bits from MLW. Sadly, Septimo Dragon was involved in a hit-and-run motorcycle accident in Mexico. Uh, he is in uh, he's in pretty bad shape. They're asking friends and fans in Mexico to uh, donate blood if you're A+. Oh um, he's at the Guada, Guan, Guanajuato. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know my Mexican provi- provinces. Provinces? I had no idea. This Peninsulas. Happened. Yeah. So that just happened, I guess, yesterday. Um, so MLW released this information. Uh, it's He was a, a victim of a hit and run accident on his motorcycle. So 
Uh, he's guarded. He's out of out of he's guarded out of privacy, uh, and they're asking people if you're in the area to donate. Privacy. A plus blood. Get Bruce Mitchell on the case. Damn it. Abu. Abu. Yeah, uh, kind of since Mil Muertes is now in MLW, it has come out that the El Rey Network is shutting its doors on Thursday. Wow, really? Yep. Yeah, literally just saw that. Trying to research the uh, the hit and run gimmick. Uh, NXT's last episode of 2020 will feature Johnny Gargano against Leo Rush. Leon Rush, excuse me. Leon Le- Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> Good night, just, everyone. Just the way your mother likes it. I'm trying to get through the, the notes. Roderick Strong will take on uh, Pete Dunne. So that's set up. And then they put a last woman standing match at the New Year's Evil. Plus, they're bringing back the NXT fight pit with Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Is that like uh, Raw Underground? Yes. And I feel like they did it for. God, what did they do that for? Thatcher and Riddle? That's so, so Dabadoo can fucking grab people by the balls, Kevin. Yeah, uh, May of this year they did a fight pit match with Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle. Fight pit. So your your New Year's Evil card on the sixth is Finn Balor against Kyle O'Reilly, Killy Carrion Cross against Damian Priest, a last woman standing match, Rhea Ripley against Raquel Gonzalez, and a fight pit match, Chiampa, Timothy Thatcher. Grab his dick and twist it! You twist that dick! Twist his dick! Yes, everybody. Happy uh, Announced for next Monday Night Raw on the Night of Legends, uh, Drew McIntyre will take on Keith Lee for the WWE Championship. I like it. I guess, if that's what you're into. Uh, Ring of Honor this week was awesome. Um... ROH TV is my favorite hour of wrestling TV. Uh, it was an ROH. Now, we have two weeks to cover. Uh, last week, um, Dalton Castle wrestled. Did Dalton Castle wrestle? Fuck. The main event was Delirious against Rhett Titus. Delirious, Rhett Titus. They told a fucking awesome story about their history, how Rhett Titus has never beat Delirious, but now Delirious, uh, Rhett Titus is in the foundation, and he's a pure wrestler. He beat him. It was awesome. Kenny King, LSG, had a special match on Christmas Eve that was on YouTube. It was awesome. LSG is sto- showing more spunk, more attitude, and that cost him the match because after he had Kenny King down, he kind of was looking down on him and taunting him, which is something LSG doesn't usually do, and that gave Kenny King enough time to get his bearings and hit his finisher. So Kenny King's on a win streak. On ROH TV that just dropped today uh, was an ROH dojo match. Ken Dixon, uh, Eric Martin, Joe Keys, and Dante uh, Calabrero. Uh, It was awesome. It was very like New Japan Cup, uh, Young Lions. They all came out in just black trunks with the ROH dojo logo on them. Um, Will Ferrara was at ringside. Him and Jonathan Gresham are running the dojo now. So it was very much like a New Japan vibe where these guys are the young lions. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And then there was the 10-man Christmas uh, tag match where Mark Briscoe and Jay Briscoe each captained a team, and they picked the names from boxes and gifts prior to the match. Jay Briscoe captained the team of Flip Gordon, Beer City Bruiser, uh, PCO 
and 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 John Walters. There you go. And they took on Mark Briscoe, Beer City Bruiser. No. Yes. Uh, Brian Malonis. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian, Brian, yeah. Malone, Brian Malonis was with Jay Briscoe. I'm sorry. Brian Malonis. Uh, so it was Mark Briscoe, Beer City Bruiser, uh, Dalton Castle, uh, Dak Draper, and and Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams. It was five on five. Brian Johnson sat in on commentary. He was fucking hysterical. Uh, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Cullen do an unbelievable job. Uh, it's kind of the last two weeks have just kind of been, I don't want to say the delirious Rhett Titus week was a throwaway because it really established Rhett Titus as a force in the foundation. This week was kind of like a fun holiday special. And hopefully next week we get back to the, the meat and potatoes of uh, Ring of Honor with uh, the Faction uh, de Ingrenobles and... Uh, and the foundation feud, but uh, it's my favorite hour of wrestling TV. It goes so quickly. The video packages, the way they set shit up, it's just awesome. They did another one for the uh, for the dojo match where they introduced the guys. Uh, it was awesome. It, I just love what Ring of Honor is doing. It's the perfect uh, thing for my wrestling palette. Beautiful. Uh, just Danny Hodge. Match. Danny Hodge passed away this week too. He was like eighty eight. He's like one of the OG. NWA shooters, so uh, Olympian legit OG. Yep. Yeah. Stretch, legit stretch bad. Your ass like, out. like the original badass. He got the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club Lifetime Achievement Award in 2004 and the Luthas Award in 2007. Uh, he was 46 and 0 at Oklahoma. Uh, Persona. Uh, he has three Big Seven titles and three NCAA titles at the 177 pound uh, gimmick there. Uh, Apparently, when he was at Oklahoma, he was never taken off his feet either, which is fucking just insane when you think about that's it. That's unbelievable. Um, yeah, so he was uh, he won the NWA Junior Heavyweight title eight times, won the several NWA Tri-State titles and others, including in Japan. Uh, 1976, his career ended due to a car accident that almost ended his life, so he retired from wrestling. But he was still involved. Um, I know Rhiannon's... Rhiannon's best friend, her fiance, is a is a was an amateur wrestler here in Jersey, and he won an award. And he actually went out to um, the Pro Wrestling uh, Hall of Fame in Iowa, right? It's in Iowa. Yeah. And he got to meet. He was telling me he got to meet Danny Hodge. So I thought that was a little cool. That's cool pretty tidbit. cool. And I think that's all the news and notes we have. Um, uh, just one last thing, please. Uh, tr- Triple A is actually two different companies. There's a, a division in the United States and a division in Mexico. And apparently the division in Mexico is doing something in the United States without running it by the United States version of Triple A. So they're suing each other. And I think because of that, like Triple A in New Mexico in Mexico actually pulled their programming from Triple A US. So you can't see Triple A right now. I, I may be completely off on that, but I just thought it was really funny that there's two different divisions and now they're suing each other over like television rights or usage rights. So wacky wrestling for Mexico. Gotta love it. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right, Kevin, what do you got over there? You got a list? Oh, oh. shit. Kevin, oh, I got a list, list, baby. And this is a Royal Rumble list. Because I'm in the oh, Royal Rumble oh. spirit. You talk about the Christmas spirit? I am in the Royal Rumble spirit. 
365. But we're going to start off this list after Christmas with the top five WWE superstars since 1993 who have been in the Royal Rumble match but have never won. I'll go with Kane. Thought about it, Tony. Ah, see, this is this is like who like left the biggest legacy, maybe outside the Rumble, but also were like their their Rumble performance isn't necessarily indicative of how big a star they were. That just never won. So Kane was on the bubble, Tony. So no, Kane did not make the list. At least I'm in the ballpark. Okay, the Undertaker. Undertaker won a Rumble. Oh, did he? 2009 or 2010, one of them. Eliminated hmm. Shawn Michaels. Hmm. hmm. Wow. Who would Kevin think about? Since 1993, since the, uh, the title implication came into a factor, this is where I'm going. So I'm not going 88, I'm not going 89, I'm not going 90, 91, or 92. Kurt Hawkins. He is number one. Because <clears throat> he was in the greatest war of in Saudi Arabia and also in the two. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the Macho Man? Matthew. Macho Man is number two. Whoa. On the list. Because, yes, he was in Royal Rumbles prior, but in 93, he was in. And in 94, he was in. So, absolute oh, first. And uh, never won. All right. So, what do you got, T Dunk? I'm going to go in the same ballpark. I'm going to say Sid. He wasn't anything in 93. And, and, uh, no, he was never in a Royal Rumble, I don't think, past 92. I don't think he really wasn't. Okay. All right. I don't uh, think you, I, I, unless my research is terrible. He no. was in the main events at some, but not in the, in the actual match since 92. I'm going to stay with the big man. I'm going to go Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Thought about Diesel? But no. Thought about him. T-Donk. The Rock never won a Royal Rumble, did he? Yes, he did. He yeah, did? Like 2000? Yeah, it was there. Someone did 99, he? yeah. He eliminated oh, the Oh, to go to fucking WrestleMania 2000? Yeah. Fuck. No. No. It was to go to uh, him in Austin, right? Then he didn't win in 2000. I said 99, 2000. He won in 2000. It was there. It was the one where he and the Big Show were the last two. And then, yeah, you know what? That does lead to WrestleMania 2000 because the Big Show yeah. actually, and I'll spoil, Big Show's not on the list either because I actually kind of considered Big Show the winner of this one because they reviewed footage and only one of Big Show's foot hit the ground. So, so no Rock, no Big Show because Rock was the winner and Big Show was kind of the winner. All right, Mick Foley. Tony, Mick Foley's number four. Woohoo! Bitch. Chris Jericho. Bunch of Rumbles. Oh. And three in 98. Uh, three appearances in 98 alone. And returns and all that stuff. And uh, never won. Uh, Chris Jericho. Matt, Chris Jericho is number three. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you guys have one, two, three, and four, actually. Wait, what was who no, was no, you did not get one. I'm sorry, you did not get one. You got two, three, you got two, three, and four. You're missing five and one. So, who do we have? We have Macho Man at number two, Chris Jericho at number three, McFoley at number four, 
you're missing the bookends. That's not that's not an implication on who the person is, by the way. A lot of bubbles on a lot of bubble uh, people on here, but Tony, I think, may like, I? Overall Go legacy, ahead. I think. Uh, Dolph Ziggler? No. Okay. I was thinking about him, but I'm going to go with AJ Styles. No. Uh, shit. Punk? Matthew. Shining Wizards Matt. Kevin. Fartquake. <sighs> CM Punk is number five. Ooh. On the list. Then so you guys are just missing number one. number one. I think I got another shot. Well, that's that uh that's that T Dunk. No, no, uh, go ahead, go ahead. You've got it. Uh Daniel Bryan. Matt, fart quick. <laughs> Daniel Bryan did not make the list. Oh what? What? Really? Another bubble guy. Another bubble guy. That hurts. <sighs> did Seth Rollins ever win a Royal Rumble? Yes. Yes. Fuck. Fuck. I said it twice because you guys both said yes. Kurt Angle. Matthew. Thought about it. And it's number one. Whoa! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. The biggest decision I had to make was whether or not Kurt Angle or Macho Man was number one. Wow. That was like the biggest decision. But as long as they're all on there, I feel like Kurt Angle in WWE, the longevity was there as opposed to Macho Man's in terms of this era from 93 to the current day. And uh, Kurt Angle never won a Rumble. Hey, before we start the uh, the game, can I go take a pee really fast? Sure. Yes, you can. You need pee making music? If you want. And Matt, I can also, uh, or Tony, I can tell you some other people that were on the, on the bubble ski. Please do that. Mark Henry was on the bubble. Good call. Uh, someone you guys mentioned that I didn't say was on the bubble was that could have been on the bubble. I mean, Ziggler's been in a lot of them, but he was never in like a place where like he's considered one of the greatest of all time. Where I think these five are like CM Punk. Do you consider CM Punk one of the greatest of all time? <sighs> That's a loaded in, question. In, I mean, a line, in a lineage of professional wrestling and different eras, and like I consider him one of the greatest of all time. But he, as he, we get, as we get older, that that window gets bigger. He's he's a he's a bubble pick for me. I guess it depends on the day of the week, maybe. So know. now I could have went with Bob Backlund. I was thinking Bob Backlund. I didn't know if you'd have the balls to put him on the list, though. He was very, very close because he was in 93. He was in a bunch. He was in 93 and actually went to the top three in 93 and then was in in 94. He may have been in three or four rumbles. So Bob Backlund honestly probably should have been on the list now that I think about it. If I had to replace one person, and Matt is just joining us, a, a bubble guy that I thought of that might have replaced maybe CM Punk, Bob Backlund. Wow, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry, I had to turn my mic on. All right, Bobby, Bobby Backlund. Oh, God. I mentioned Mark Henry as a bubble guy, Kane right. as a bubble guy. Um, 
I think Bob Acklin, I probably would have. But our, oh, he's oh, so oh. old school, man. He's so old school. Yeah, I probably would replace CM Punk with Bob Acklin, actually. Like All right. Ooh, I just got really loud. Yeah, I know. Jesus. I think my soundboard is uh is on its last legs over here. It's either that really? or the microphones. Uh, do you have this mic's extra? Yeah, cable? I do. I do. I'm gonna have to switch them I, out. Switch them out for I, the Monday even night the show. Ports, because I know, I know, port two on my soundboard is fucking fried. Yeah, I think port port one on mine is done too. But whatever, Tony, what do you got? What kind of crazy, weird nonsense are you gonna throw at me and Kevin this week? All right. Well, I've got an option for you guys, considering it's 930, and I think we might be able to get through it, but uh, we can play standard. I've got plenty of questions to play a two out of three falls match. However, I've got one. It's a back and forth, and I'm and I'm going to go three strikes just because of the longevity on it and how many answers there are. I'm not going to tell you how many answers, but I'll leave it up to you guys. Do you want to play a standard game, or do you want to try something a little uh, back and forth-ish? Uh, I could do either or the back and forth. I think it's a little fun. It's a little less pressure. I know Kevin uh, is the yeah, biggest fan. I like, I like the back and forth. Oh, you're going to fucking love this one. Okay. We're going to go back and forth. Let me, uh, let me get a little bit of my theme song here. All right. We're going to go back and forth edition of, can you beat that this week? Ladies and gentlemen, we are calling this one 86 that I see. In the history of the WWF WWE Intercontinental Championship, 86 people have held the title. We're going to see how many you fuckers can name. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. listen, because there's 86 of them, you've got to give me a chance to go through the list because there's three fucking pages on this thing, and they're not exactly in any kind of great order. I think we should have picked the, uh, the heads up one. No, well, I, I, I think easy. this one will be. I think this one will be fun, honestly. No, I mean, we'll. we'll get, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind we'll get it done. By the way, so I'm going to do a little three strikes thing. So we'll see, like, who, who, and we'll do it so whoever gets eliminated, then they're the loser, whatever, whatnot. So let me just write in Matt, and let me write in Kevin, and I'll put a little thing for the three strikes. Who would like to start this bad boy off? It doesn't matter because there's an even number of answers. I'll start with the most prestigious intercontinental champion of all time. Ezekiel Jackson. I'm positive he's on the list. I just have to figure out where. Ezekiel Jackson. He's number 64. On the, they're actually according to combined days of holding the title. Ezekiel Jackson is listed as 54 days as recognized by WWE. <laughs> That's one. Matt, who you got? Uh, we honored him tonight, uh, Mr. Luke Harper. Luke Harper. I know he's lower on the list. Let me find him. He's number 70. Well, he's tied for 74th on the list. He's got 26 days recognized in one title reign. Kevin? I will go with his boss. Wow! You're only smoking mirrors. Cody Rhodes. Yes, Cody Rhodes is on here somewhere. Holy shit, this is going to take a long fucking time. Yeah, this for is a you. terrible idea. Oh, fuck. Where the hell's Cody Rhodes? I know he's on here. He won it like three times, at least. Yeah, you got to remember, Tony's blind as a fucking bat, too. That's true. Fuck, I know he's on here. I just don't know where the fuck he is. Dun, 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 dun. Tony's <laughs> blind as fuck, and he can't find Cody Rhodes. I don't, know. Name on the I don't think I have enough sheets in my notebook left for this. Where the fuck is he? I know he's on here. Holy shit. You, you don't have to know where he just... We just know he's, know nice. he's got a market. Did you find I'll him? I'm going to write him down for now. Okay, keep going. All right. Oh, uh, Cody Rhodes. Fuck, there he is. Okay, I got him. Go ahead. 
Dean Douglas. Yeah, we'll have to rapid fire through these. That's in the fucking bottom of the list. He's number 86, less than a day. Go ahead. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, 272 days on four reigns. Matt? Uh, The Miz. The Miz, eight reigns, 592 days. He's number two on the all-time list. Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson is up here somewhere. I know he's on the list. One he's the first one. What do you mean? No, he's, up, he's up there somewhere. They're they're according to days uh, of of held of the title. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, Ahmed Johnson. You fucker! I was going to mark somebody else off. Ahmed Johnson is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Don't fucking now, Matt. Yourselves. I believe he was going to mark off Santino Morello. Ahmed Johnson, 58 days, uh, one title reign. Uh, Santino, where the fuck are you, Santino? Santino had more than one reign, didn't he? Probably. Fuck, where the fuck is Santino? I'll write him down. He, oh, Santino, two reigns, 160 days. There you go. Matt. Uh, the Mountie, the fucking asshole who doesn't know how to use his fucking Zoom and call in on the fucking anniversary show. He's number 84, two-day reign. Piece Ooh. of shit. I will go with the guy that beat the Mountie, Roddy Piper. Piper. Roddy Piper's got to be low on the list. Uh, let me see. Wait, it's just it's just a list of who's held the belt, right? There's no... Yeah, but he's got it probably by like how many okay. days they've held it. Roddy Piper, number 55 on the list. 77 days. One reign. Uh, he is the master of gold. He will sell it to you if you want it. Mr. Jeff Jarrett. J-double-F-J-double-R-E-double-T-double-J. Six reigns, 284 days. Number 17 on the all-time days list. I will go. I will go with the friend of my dear good friend Brian Myers. I will go with Mister Woo 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 Zach Ryder, number eighty-five. One day, you know it. Uh, Big day though. Big day. How about um, uh, fuck Marty Janetti. <laughs> fuck the Marty Janetti. Marty Janetti. One rain, twenty days. Number seventy-nine. Can't believe I'm writing these down. Like why am I writing these down? Uh, how about his? How about his tag team partner, HBK, Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels near the top of the list. He's number tied for number nine overall. Four hundred and three days, three reigns. Uh, let's stay in the DX camp. Let's go China. China, dear sweet China. She's on page two. Two reigns, sixty-four days, number fifty-nine all time. Kevin, how about the person that she was co-holder with, who's won it since? Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho should be on the first page. Let me see. Where is Chris Jericho? Uh, you have to do 44 of these each. Yes. Chris Jericho, number 16 on the all-time list. Nine reigns, 311 days recognized. Uh, I'm going to stay in the DX camp, and I'm going to say the badass Billy Gunn. Yes, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn, 17 days, one reign, number 80. Right, I'm going old school, going flipping it all the way back. Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales, number one, two reigns, 617 days recognized. You guys are fucking blowing through this. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, let's hammer, let's hammer out this DX. Let's go with the Road Doggy Dog. Road Dog tied for number 81 with 14 days. Not much better than Bill, not much worse than Billy Gunn, which is kind of surprising, but go ahead. And how about somebody that he kind of feuded with over this title? How about the Godfather? Godfather's got a Godfather had a few reigns, didn't he? Nope, just one. 43 days tied for Yeah, it was like that weird time. It was a weird time for that Intercontinental title. Uh sure and, was. and last in DX, we're gonna go with uh, the boss himself, Triple H. 
Yeah, Triple H has got to be up on the first page here. Let me see. Where the fuck is he? Wait, Triple H didn't have too many IC reigns? I think he had like two. He's got to be on the first page. I just don't see him. I'll write him down. All right, well, Matt, you went DX. I'll go in a different avenue. Our favorite stable of all time, uh, the Hart Foundation, and our favorite wrestler of all time, Brett the Hitman Hart. Red Hart, he is definitely on the list. I have to find him. Oh no, he's not on the list. I thought I was. I was worried about that one. All right, I'll just write him down. Keep going. Bret Hart's got to be at the top of the list, dude. I know, but I'm fucking blind, and no, he's not really at the top of the list. Oh. Did you find him? No, keep going. All right, uh, Edge. Ooh. Edge, number 33 overall, 167 uh, days, five reigns. Owen Hart. Did you say Owen Hart? Did we say Owen Hart already? No. Bret Hart, two reigns, 288 days. Owen Hart. Um, He's got to be here. Owen Hart, 130 days, two reigns, tied for number 43 on the list. Matt. Uh, Razor Ramon. Hey, uh, he's on the list. I'd have to find him. I'll stay Razor Ramon, number six overall, 434 over four reigns. I'll stay with the uh, with the Hart family, and I'll go with the British Bulldog. Yeah, Davy Boy has one reign, 59 days, number 62. Sorry, the silence. I got to play something in the background. You want me to play music? I, I got music. it. I got it. You're good. Uh, you said Davy Boy? I did. Uh, we talked about him earlier, Big E. Big yeah. E, your current champion. I have to find him. I know I fucking saw him on the list. God, so now, if we if we guess somebody that somebody already guessed, are we done? No, I'll tell you. Big E, two reigns, one hundred and sixty-eight days and counting. I'll go with the current uh, WWE champion, uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is on the list, but I think he's near the bottom. I have to find out. Let me see. What the fuck is Drew? Yeah, Drew's on here. I, I'll write him down. Uh, can I get a Jeff Hardy party? Jeff Hardy, number 13 overall, five reigns, 359 days. How about the cult of personality CM Punk? Yeah, CM Punk's on here. CM Punk is number 66, one reign, 49 days. Uh, test. 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 Number 83. 13 days. One reign. I will go with uh, his former un-American counterpoint. Counterpart. Oh, I can pick two of these. I'll go with Christian. Figures you want with him. I gotta find him somewhere. Christian, number 30 overall. Four reigns. 192 days. Uh, Rakishi. Big Keish is on the list. Where the fuck is he? I don't know. Oh, number 81 on the list. 14 days, one reign. Right, let's let's flip it up. Let's flip flippy do it up, as we say. How about we go old school? Greg the Hammer Valentine. Jesus Christ, about time you guys are fucking pulling some of the old ones. Number I'm 19, sorry. 284 days and one reign. I think we want to get like the, the ones that we won't remember in like five minutes out of Absolutely. the way. 
Uh, let me get a Johnny Nitro, Johnny Morrison, Johnny Mundo, whatever the fuck he's calling himself. Real quick, Drew McIntyre, one reign, 160 days. You said Johnny Nitro? Nitro Johnny Nitro, Mundo. number 27 overall, three reigns, 206 days. All right, let's go, uh, let's go with Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam, six reigns, 224 days, number 25 overall. Uh, only because I'm watching 2001 right now, and he had an excellent match with Albert on Raw. Uh, Kane. Oh, yeah, you make that face. The match was awesome, dude. Kane, two reigns, 59 days. I didn't make a face. No, Tony did. Um, how about... Oh, do I want to keep this in the bank just in case? No, fucking spit it out, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not a competition. We're just trying to get it. Uh, no, nope. you, got, you got three strikes, so don't worry about it. Oh, the Nature Boy. Holy fuck. Yeah, he's got to be low on the list, though, no? That's nope. why I kind of wanted to hold him. Number 37, 153 days, one ring. Uh, I mentioned him, so I'm going to throw it out there. Albert. Albert, 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 please be on the last page. Tied for 74, 25 days recognized. Did we say? Not that I need. I don't think we said. I don't think we said Goldust. Yeah, Goldust has got to be up top. Let me, let me check the first page first. Goldust, number 34. Three reigns, 158 days recognized. Uh, Ziggles. Dolph Ziggler, number 12 all time. Six reigns, 363 days recognized. Oh, I thought we said him already. <laughs> Oh, that was the that was the rumble list. All right, um, did we say? Kofi Kingston. No, we did. We did. We did. We said it. We said him. We said him. We said him. William Regal. William Regal, two reigns, one hundred twenty-four days, number forty-six overall. Uh, the man we do not speak of, Chris Benoit. Oh, Jesus, really? Chris Benoit, four reigns, 159 days, number 41 overall. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'll stay with the uh, with the radicals, and I'll say Eddie Guerrero. Latino Heat. He's on the list, maybe? Where is he? Number 50, two reigns, 116 days. Finn Balor. Finn Balor, number 48, two reigns, 119 days. All right, I'm going to go uh, current day-ish. I'll go with the big dog, Roman Reigns. Fucking find him. Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns, number 60, one reign, 62 days. D'Lo Brown, D'Lo Brown. Yes, D'Lo is on here somewhere. He's number 78, one reign, 27 days. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Number 43, two reigns, 131 days. Marvelous Mark Marrow. Yes. Ah, see, I hate that. He was never the Intercontinental Champion as Marvelous Mark Marrow. He was the wild man, Mark Marrow. He was always marvelous in my eyes. <laughs> Mark Marrow, number 72, one reign. Uh, 28 days. It seemed like he held the belt more than that, no? Uh, Ken Shamrock. 
Ken Shamrock's got to be up there. Big time, big time, big time. Where's Kenny? Where's Kenny boy? Where's Kenny boy? I don't fucking see Kenny boy, but I'll write him down. He's an intercontinental champion. You Kevin. Uh, JBL. Bum, 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 bum. One rain, 27 days, tied for 74th. And I think the guy that beat him, or the guy that he beat, was Ray Mysterio. That's right. I need to check. It's right. Uh, That's right. Yes, Rey Mysterio, two reigns, 129 days, number 45. I'm sorry that took that long. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Shelton Benjamin. Ooh. Ken Shamrock was one reign, 124 days, number 47. Shelton Benjamin, I felt like he held the title a lot more than that. He no? did. He had it like seven times. Uh, no, three times, but 352 days. How, how, have you, how have you not mentioned New Jersey's adopted son, Tito Santana? Two reigns, 441 days, number five on the list. Uh, the big Valboski, Valvinus. Valvinus on the last page? No, he made it to page number two. Valvinus, two reigns, 79 days, number 54. How about AEW's own, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, number 22, three reigns, 242 days. I thought he was more of a U.S. title guy, wasn't he? He won a bunch of them, too. Yeah, I guess so. Good for him. What? Stone Cold, son of a bitch. Steve Austin, actually kind of low on the list. Tied for number 57, two reigns, 93 days. All right. Well, I don't think we mentioned his counterparts in the Attitude Era. Did we mention The Rock? I don't think we did. I don't think we did either. No, we didn't do The Rock yet. He should be high on the list. Rocky Maivia slash The Rock, number 15, two reigns, 337 recognized days. Well, it's the big show. Big show, number 72, one reign, 27 days. My mind is blending between the Royal Rumble list and this. Kurt Angle, we didn't say Kurt Angle. No, we didn't. Um, Kurt Angle might be on the he might be on the second page. I'm sorry, I keep getting away from the microphone. Kurt Angle, one reign, 35 days. It's number 70. Part of his Eurocontinental Championship run. That's right. Uh, my least favorite wrestler, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, two reigns, 60 days, number 61. We're getting down to like low numbers here. Actually, I might. I might take a pause for a second and just write down the rest of them so I don't have to keep flipping around. All right, well, let me go back to... Keep going for now. I'll let you know if I need to stop. Lance, Lance Storm, my guy. Lance Storm, the last guy on the last page, number 74, uh, one rain, 27 days. I don't have to go to that page anymore. Thank uh, you. We mentioned him earlier, uh, Braun Strowman. 
Where the fuck is he? Oh, he's, I knew he had to be near the bottom. Number 69. <laughs> One rain, 36 days. Oh, fuck. Um... Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, text Tornado. Kerry Van Eric. One rain, 84 days, number 53. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel oh, Bryan. We mentioned him yet. Number 67, one rain, 43 days. We don't have a lot left, folks. Um, The guy that, that beat Tornado, I don't think we said either, which is kind of ridiculous. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, number nine on the list. Two reigns, 404 recognized days. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh. Randy Savage, one reign, 413 recognized days. All right, I'll fire right back. Ricky Steamboat, because we definitely did not mention him. Ricky Steamboat, one reign, 65 days recognized. Number 57. Uh, Tony's wearing a parody of a shirt. Bad News Barrett. He's on. Good pull. High up. Number 11 all time. Five reigns, 390 recognized days. There's not many more left. If you give me a second, I could I could tag him out so I could find him easily. I got time. I don't care. Uh, Kevin, I'm gonna, I'll let you in on what I'm doing over here in the, the Bowman household. 2001. I am, uh, and this, I mean, I don't want to open Pandora's box here because I'm sure we could talk about this forever. So I am at the King of the Ring now. I've watched every Raw and SmackDown from WrestleMania to this point. Um, and I think I talked about it on Twitter last night. The, uh, why didn't the, uh, the DDP Undertaker thing like take off, man? Sarah Undertaker. Oh, because it was stupid. Yeah, but I, the, the idea was stupid. But DDP Undertaker in the ring together, I feel like that was like magic. No? Yeah, I agree with you, but that's not the way you should have brought DDP in. And then they just kind of fl- fling flammed him into the invasion. He was he in the invasion? Was he part of the invasion? Was he just a new character? He got he ended up in the invasion. What they should have done is what DDP has been saying for years and years and years. Now whether you put them on the same popularity level or you don't. It should have been DDP Rock. That should have been it. People's champ, people's champ. Now, Ooh. you could say that DDP wasn't nearly on the level. You could say at that point when WCW closed, DDP was him and Booker T were like the top guys that they had at that point. Right. So, it, it I mean, come on. And not to mention Undertaker's like three feet taller than him or a foot taller than him, whatever you want to say. Just, nah, just didn't work. I, I, I didn't hate it, to be honest with you, but... Right. It just and then as soon as it ended, it DDP was just there around. Yeah. So I was. I said Ricky Steamboat, right? Yeah. Steamboat. Tony, okay. you're, you're good. So Kevin's up. You guys have named 71 already. We've got 15 more to go. And Kevin, whenever you're ready, it was Kevin's turn, right? No, he yeah. got bad news Barrett last. Oh yeah, so it's my turn. Yes, how it works. Right. Uh, thanks. All right, we got distracted with the DDP talk. Neither one of you guys has a strike yet either, which I find phenomenal, but keep going. Oh, uh, Ken Patera. Hungry, hungry Ken Patera. One rain, 230 days. Uh, Umaga. Ooh, Umaga. Umaga, number 49 overall. Two rains, 119 days. Umaga. 
Oh, is this a clue? No, it's just music in the background. It's whatever played next on YouTube. But was he? Was he? Nope. Oh, he wasn't. I don't think I don't so. Was he? No, I don't think he was. But, but, Big Daddy Cool Diesel was. Yeah, he was. We mentioned him already. No, we didn't. Diesel? No, we didn't. It was the Royal Rumble conversation we mentioned Diesel. No, you're right. We didn't. Here he is. Stupid me trying to make things easier. And I have another one here that I don't remember. One rain, 137 days. I have another one here on the list that I don't remember mentioning. And maybe Matt did. Which turn is it? Mine. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, number 39. Two rains, 154 days. Who do you think we mentioned, Kev? Throw it out there. Dean Douglas? We did. I got Dean Douglas before you. Don Morocco. Don Morocco, number three all time. Two reigns, 539 combined days. Uh, AJ Styles. Oh, good pull. Number 56, one reigns. Good pull. We've got one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine left. Did you say AJ? All right, so let me see if in this same boat, if we mentioned, we don't see him. Seth Rollins. Number 31, two reigns, 190 days. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Number seven, two reigns, 432 days. Is that num- what number is that? Is that 74 or 75? Wait, we have. Or do you one. not even know? Do we not? We're not doing it. Okay. I, I haven't met 74 or 75, so. Four, five, but. Seven? I have, I have eight left? Does that make sense? 75 would be. Three. I could be, I could be wrong, but I know who I'm guessing next because Matt just triggered something I don't think we mentioned. I hope we didn't mention Shinsuke Nakamura. Number 28, one rain, 201 days. Uh, the Honky Tonka Man. The Honky oh Tonka Man, number four all time. One rain, 453 days. One more. I got one more here. And Can one, you say Rick Rude? Three, four, five. Rick, Rick Rude, Rude, number 40, one rain, 147 days. Um... We don't have too many left. Uh, Carlito, cool. Oh, good pull. Carlito, one rain, 90 days. That's not good. I'm saving my my last two, I think, are my best pulls. If I'm right. So we got four left? Does that make sense? Sure. Did. This was impressive, boys. You've gotten you've you're four away from finishing, and nobody got one wrong yet. This is very I'm very impressed. We are wrestling nerds. We know the history. 
And we did the Shining Wizards tournament for the IC earlier this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but 22 of these guys weren't in it. That's true. Yes. Oh, and no, you just answered my question because Ryback was the one that we mis- we made sure was not in it. So Ryback, Kevin, number fifty-one, one rain, one hundred and eleven days. Uh, Curtis Axel, Curtis Axel, one rain, one hundred fifty-five days. Number thirty-seven, tied num- number thirty-seven, and I think we've got two left. I think we got more than two. No, oh, we got two left. As far as my as far as my count, at least I don't think we said either one of these. Uh, yeah, I know we didn't say one. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure we didn't say the other one because I don't have them written down anywhere. Did we say Randy Orton? Kevin, number twenty six, one rain, two hundred and nine days. Matt, it comes down to you. Who's the man we're missing? Did we say Pat Patterson? Yes, we did. I think I got the. I think I got the missing person. Yeah, we did. We said. I thought you said it was eighty-eight, eighty-six. Why do I feel like I only have eighty on my list here? I think I got it. Yeah, we did say Pat Patterson. He was number 23 overall. I think I got it. I think I got it, Matt. One so left. Kev- we said Kevin Owens. We said Kevin Owens. We said William Regal. We said William Regal. It's Christian. We said Christian. RVD. We said RVD. We said Umaga. Barrett. China. Jarrett. I said Ahmed Johnson. One left. One man. Kevin, I think Kevin's got it. Yeah, I got it too. But now I'm confused if not. Who do we miss else? then? Huh? huh? Go ahead, Kev. Who do we miss? I don't know if we uh, We could have said him, but I don't think we said Booker T. Number 71, 34 days, one rain. There you go. Motherfuckers ran the table again. Outstanding. <laughs> You know who I was debating with, though? Ivan Putsky. Ivan Putsky never won the IC belt. For the life of me, I thought Ivan Putsky was an IC champ. Tag team champion with Tito Santana. Never won the IC belt. Good pull, Kevin. Bravo to both of you. Matt, was was Booker T even on the radar for you? You, uh, When me and Kevin were talking about DDP and The Undertaker, he said Booker T, and I was like, oh, Booker T, and then I completely... my. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain uh, just just went out to lunch. That, That's funny when we were talking about that. I was thinking the DDP hold the belt, but he held the, the the European or something like that. Bravo to you guys, man! That was fucking amazing. You're getting Kate the Great in the chat room. Holy cow! Give yourselves a round of applause. You know what? I'll give it to you guys. I I, I want to sign this and give it away as a giveaway. My entire list as it happened of the intercontinental title holders. I was writing down as we mentioned them. Booker T is all the way over there. If you can't see it, it's like the bottom corner. 
Ugh. And it didn't take that long. It was what, maybe 15 minutes? Maybe I think the other minutes. trivia probably would have taken longer. Or it would have been a toss-up. Or I would have caved. Only, or I would have caved. The only pain in the ass is trying to keep track of all 86 of these entrants, you know, like, but hey, it worked out. Good job, boys. Yeah, it did. Um that's it, right? We had a rip roar yeah. of a night. Uh, I want to shout out to Jimmy King at King Will Rule You on the Twitter machine. Um, he made us an honorary. He made us like his honorary podcast, and he sent like a legit letter and stickers. Bree was like, "You should frame that and hang it upstairs." And I'm going to. That's awesome. It's like legit, bro. It came in like an envelope. It said like "Shining Wizards." It looked like it was written in like a feather pen, like. He's a fucking awesome support. I don't know who he is. A quill, if you will. Yes, a quill. I don't know who he is, but he supports the show, and he sent this out to us, and uh, it's fucking awesome. So I just wanted to plug uh, Jimmy King at King Will Rule You. Um, so yes, Jimmy him- King. Thank you, my lord. Yes, my liege. Uh, fantastic. Um, next week, Brody King joins the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Kick off uh, 2021. Uh, in fucking grand fashion july january july january 11th uh miko maestro's birthday extravaganza here exclusively on the shining wizard wrestling podcast and uh, i'm gonna try and line up a couple more for january so we have some fun brothers hopefully at some point we can get together in the studio and or at my place or somewhere and just do something and uh maybe we'll do gifts next week maybe ask, ask pro wrestling tees if that's possible <laughs> Pro Wrestling Tees. Is that possible? Possible. Don't forget. get your stuff. It just won't be cool. Can we give out the code? Uh, the code is if you use the code LOSER at checkout, you save 10%. That's, all, that's, that's my merchandise exclusively. Kevin. Uh, uh, special thanks to Lindsay Snow at uh, Kaju Power on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, give her a follow. She had a blast, boys. She chatted me up. Uh, Tony, when we're done, I need you to send me the intro uh, piece that you played because I was not recording on GarageBand. Uh, for that, Wait, I, you don't have the new intro? I thought I sent it to you. I don't remember. So you, all right, we'll talk. Yeah, don't worry about it. just send that, just that piece over. <laughs> also, I'm sorry for my rant. Good. Not really. Don't be sorry. I'm not sorry. Exactly. Uh, everybody, have a happy new year. Uh, be safe. You don't have to go to a fucking party. Just stay home. All right. Listen to some Shining Wizard Wrestling podcast. Watch some wrestling. Join our Discord. There's a link on our Twitter machine at Wizards Podcast. You Join can... the Discord. Yeah. You know what? People in the Discord have been clamoring. I might have to do a Jackbox one night. Get everybody in on the Discord. Live stream that shit so everybody can play. Oh, nice. Jackbox it up. Jackbox is a good time. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Scotch, Scotch was doing like a watch along to some weird. Uh, you- yeah, yo, they were crazy. They were fighting in a shopping mall, like on the stairs. They were setting up ladders. Yo, one guy was in the store. He picked up a little pot with a little stick, and he hit the fucking thing. He went dunk, 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 and then he hit the guy in the balls. It was fucking hilarious. Tony, yes, Kevin. Did anyone say? Cesaro? Was he ever an IC champion? He was a U.S. champion for sure. I don't think he he was ever an IC champion. No, I don't think so, dude. I I would have had to have been. No, I don't think so. 
Antonio what? Cesaro. Let's see. I do not have him on the list. Championships held. I do not have the him on the list. Tag team champions. And not him the United the States okay. champion. And the SmackDown tag champions. And the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. All right. <laughs> oh, that's fine. No. Never. 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 Uh, so have a happy new year. Everyone be safe. Have fun. We'll see you next Monday for another episode of Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast exclusively here on the Rant, RantTMRadio.com and Facebook.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. Watch along with us every Monday. Uh, now uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Say goodnight, Gracie. Oh, goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>